Hey folks, Totsky here. Uh, I'm going to lay down what's coming up in the world of uh, the Wyman podcast. Uh, just de-stressing from an absolute insane week down at the San Diego Comic Con, which is what you're going to hear uh, all about in this coming podcast, so uh, get ready for that. But uh, first, just uh, what we got on the go coming up this Friday, July 26th is the kickoff for the 48-hour film challenge. Uh, it's the third year we're bringing this back. Um, it's it's turned into, like, the hottest aspect of the Interplay Film Festival, so we are so excited to bring this one back. So this Friday, July 26th, 9 p.m. is the kickoff. Um, myself and Tito and then the other organizers are going to be down in front of the uh, Cano Theater and our Center. We're going to be down there at 9 o'clock. We're going to give you your three elements, and you guys got 48 hours to uh, write, direct, and edit uh, a short film. Big prize up for grabs for this one, $1,500. It's going to be an absolute blast. It's going to be fun. We want to see a whole bunch of teams because $1,500 for a six-minute film is pretty good uh, return on investment there. So definitely... Uh, head down there, uh, like I said, Friday, 9 p.m., July 26th. Uh, there's a fee of $35 or some forms you got to fill out. Um, you can pay us down there, fill out the forms down there, or you can get it done beforehand if you're one of those cool keeners out there. All the information is at uh, www.ymmfma.com. So this weekend is the film challenge. Everyone's going to have to have everything submitted to us by... Sunday at 9 p.m. We'll be down in front of Keanu for all those late goers uh, by Sunday at 9 p.m. But everything that gets filmed this weekend is going to be shown in the Interplay Film Festival, which happens next weekend. August 2nd, 3rd, and 4th is the Interplay Film Festival itself. Uh, Tito and I and all the other organizers have got a great, great batch of films for everyone. It's going to be so, so just love the atmosphere. It's going to be intense. It's going to be incredible. Join us at the Keanu Recital Theater. It's the first week of Interplay. We're going to kick it all off with the film festival. Tickets are now online. I think Events with Buffalo's got them up for like 12 bucks, 13 bucks. Uh, but it's going to be three hours of just enter- pure entertainment and just uh, absolute fun for everybody. So that's Friday, August 2nd, Saturday, August 3rd, and then Sunday, August 4th is our big award show, as well as the 48-hour films will be screening that night. Uh, get get tickets for all three days, or pick a day that you think is going to be best, but definitely come on down to Canon Recital Theater for the Interplay Film Festival, and there's still some time to submit if you want to submit a film. Uh, deadline is this Sunday, so uh, if you got a film out there, make sure you get it in. Uh, all information, ticket information, show information is at ymmfma.com. Speaking of the YMMFMA, the Fort McMurray Filmmakers Association is, is kicking off, and we still got some events planned, uh, getting off the ground. We got some cool stuff coming out, so definitely if you haven't uh, become a member or you haven't liked any of our groups or anything like that, go to the website, check them out, uh, and if you want to be interested in becoming a member, uh, we got a form on the website you can fill out, or if you're interested in actually presenting uh, a filmmaking topic to the group, uh, we got a process uh, for that as well. So hit up the website and then get involved with us. Also, a little timbit going down the road. Uh, 
myself and Tito might be hosting the the next Formic Murray Reads panel. Uh, details are a little bit uh, scarce right now, but something to be checking out for later on in August. August uh, definitely confirm it down the line. So keep an eye out on that one. Formic Murray Reads 2013. Last year was awesome, and this year Tito and I are going to host it, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a blast. And as you know, all the information is there. Uh, at uh, ymnpodcast.com uh, facebook.com slash ymnpodcast twitter.com slash ymnpodcast uh, and our YouTube channel be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel we did a whole bunch of episodes uh, little shorts down in San Diego so uh, be sure to subscribe youtube.com slash ymnpodcast it's fun, it's simple, it's great we love it, we love you send us emails, show at ymnpodcast.com big movies coming up for our Cinephiles program that's what we got coming down the pipe we got a lot of other stuff going on can't quite tell you guys just yet but uh, let's get into this week's podcast where we talk about the week that was San Diego Comic Con 2013 enjoy due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations listener discretion is advised welcome to Fort Mac YMN Podcast coming at you from the, I was going to say Denver, no, the San, San Diego, Diego Airport. The dirty <laughs> where are we? Floor. I don't even know where we are. Where are we? I knew there'd be a forecast on this podcast somewhere down the line. All right, I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. Uh, I'm Steve. I'm Ashcake. We're literally sitting on a airport floor waiting for a flight to Denver. I got a, I got a chair. exit. I got a bench which chair. Which we could get kicked off of at any moment. We like <laughs> to live life on the edge. Well, and Todd likes to live life without investing in portable devices. <laughs> we had to, like, I like fight this, people got, for like, a, a mixer uh, sitting on the floor of the airport. <laughs> we had to fight right people for, uh, for an outlet, an electrical outlet. We, we did. We literally. We're analog like that. <laughs> Well, hey, we got to... Uh, we got to save some money. <laughs> <laughs> That's what matters most. We saved some money for other things. Um, so we got... I sound really like an on-location. I don't know if it's just through the headsets or just the background noise or what, but... It'll both. be the, like, 50,000 people that are also in the airport. That not are also watching the planes, us. Podcast. Not to mention the fact that we're, like, plugged in through power underneath this, like, teleport intercom device. Like, yeah, what do we do? this thing's like a star gate <laughs> type device. Star gate Tal nine thousand. What's yeah. the glyphs? That's how they. That's how they transport. <laughs> so United okay. transition because we we just spent a week in Comic Con, a solid week. Yeah, <laughs> we landed last Tuesday, and it's and now the endless week of Comic Con. So what do you figure? How are we going to cover this? We're just going day, uh, by, day. Like day by day. The yeah. longest week in my life. So did we have any any? Uh, well, we got up super early. Our no, flight was at six. No podcast last Tuesday because we literally left last yeah, Tuesday. We were we were on uh, the six a.m. flight. How did you How did you like uh, the new flight out of Denver? 
the Fort McMurray flight to Denver, it, it's convenient. Like, we were in Denver at 9 o'clock. It's quick, yeah. That's mm-hmm. nice like, to be you, able to go uh, internationally direct. Yeah, like, so, like, you're in Denver at 9 o'clock. It, customs isn't you know, that much of an issue. But the, literally, we land at, like, 8.45. And yeah. customs doesn't open till nine o'clock. So literally, it was oh, America yeah, yeah. is closed for business right now. Yeah, they, kept they us literally on the plane. kept us on the plane. Yeah, that was the funniest. Oh, we shared thing. a flight with uh, uh, Mayor Melissa Blake. Yes, that's right. Yeah, she, she was off and running to some place that I don't think no one. Some place that connects to Denver. One of those two <laughs> or three individual locations. So literally, we were sitting on the plane. Yeah, America's closed for business. So finally, nine o'clock hits. They let us off the plane, and we just had what like an hour, hour and a half connection, and boom, we're in San Diego at uh, at noon. So you couldn't ask for really a better. A better uh, uh, connection to get you into. Yeah, what, what do we do? I our probably first should have night? slept before we actually got on the plane. Probably. <laughs> I don't think anyone did. We were all way too excited. Well, but but that's why we give ourselves the buffer day. Where did we end up eating that night? We went downtown, didn't we? Yeah, yeah in the van. We added the blind bar bro. That's oh, right, yeah, the blind bro. Yeah, blind so, yeah, yeah, across the street from where they uh, had the Godzilla experience, we could tell because of the giant gashes painted on the building and yeah, the legendary so picture symbol. We check into our palatial estate, and uh, <laughs> the butler took our stuff to the room. Yeah, he had a top hat on. Yeah, nice little bow tie. It was the, wonderful. The, um, we rent a van. Literally, it's a it's an awesome like fifty or twelve passenger van. It was uh, Iron oh van yeah Mark II. It was red. I it was um, Iron Van Mark II until it be red. until the next day. We'll get into the zoo though. So so we we go we decide to go right to the uh, downtown to check out what the score is and it looks See like the there's like a mad rush for people like getting everything ready for preview night, which was the following day. Yeah, I'm surprised people like not having set up like they're well, still set up at defiance. See, my theory though, my theory is that it's the the cost of the advertising dollars to put stuff up on the buildings. Like the Spider Man stuff was all up there. Yeah. Marvel's clearly got a lot of money. But for instance, <laughs> once upon a time, they were still putting up their giant wall size uh, yeah. advertisements on Same the side with of the Petco sci-fi Park. Sci Fi Cafe. That's right. And that, I think rock. that's just because they probably only order it from Monday to Monday, right? Like yeah, Mondays yeah, put up, Mondays tear down. They got one full week of advertisement. Yeah. Yeah. They had Otherwise, that, it's just too expensive. Legendary had that that Godzilla encounter warehouse like set up. Well yeah, the, the food at uh, the Blind Borough was really great. Oh, and uh, just advice to anyone that's planning on going to Comic Con next year: um, the downtown restaurants are all really good. Like the food is amazing, but be prepared to spend a pretty penny. Yeah. So, like we 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 kind of we we're dumb. <laughs> we 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 couldn't save money, but we did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there are there are a lot of cheap options. Like they, uh, for instance, the subway. Four dollars. I don't even think we took advantage, but they they were just oh, they were pre made four dollars subway. Throw, yeah. They throw it at you and you eat it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they were so cute. You're in and out. Yeah. The uh, so we had, we had some dinner. We had a scope out that San Diego. It was already very very there. busy. The people already around. But yeah, well, there was definitely a noticeable difference between it, Wednesday. It, it and was, Tuesday. but it wasn't like. But that's the whole thing. It wasn't preview night, and it was like preview night outside. Like there were yeah. tons of people outside. Just scoping out this, what was going on. Mm-hmm. So, um, we noticed that I guess what had happened was the exhibitors were getting their badges that night, and we yeah. thought yes. the professionals so we, we were getting a line and stuff. And then they were like, "Oh no, you guys are tomorrow." So um, the exhibitors kind of like <laughs> had preferential treatment. Even well, though actually, even though we knew we weren't getting ours until well, Wednesday, we still walked in the there and tried to. The exhibitors needed to sign in to be able to go in and set up their exhibits because yeah. It, yeah. they it looked like they could. Prior, like you know, from yeah, we Monday, also we also kind of half saw thing. inside the convention center. Yeah, but it, it's funny the security guy never even really. I don't think he followed like comics or anything because he's just like, you guys want to see inside? Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, man, check out that Hulk. He's like, oh, that's what that guy's called. I'm like, have you not seen the? Are you like the one person in this world that hasn't seen the event? Oh man, no, so, like I thought it was Shrek. <laughs> 
so many people that we talk to, so many like security staff people, uh, people either working for the convention center itself or just like hired on security, just like no interest, no clue what's going on. Like, yeah, yeah they knew about how to run the lines, but beyond that, they're just like, what's community? Yeah, so uh, we were pretty keen. Um, we um, we took advantage of the transit, didn't we, that day? Or did we cab? No, no, no we still the van. van. Oh, right, the van. Yeah. yeah. So then uh, I'm bobbing around San Diego in this red van. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Yeah. So then uh, we headed home after getting some refreshments to fill our fridge with. Yes. <laughs> and uh, supply run at fucking uh, checked CBJ out that pool. CVS. Checked out the pool at our palatial estate. <laughs> oh yeah, which, which said had the hot tub. Yeah, said it had a hot tub, and then I walked down Concrete there, and it's just like, so by the way, we're we've, we're at a table. With an umbrella on top of where the hot tub used to be. Yeah, <laughs> I like, filled in. I said it to Ben like six times. He's like, "Where's the hot tub, boys?" I'm like, "You're sitting on it. You You're are standing on it, dude. <laughs> on Just the hot tub." One forty-two and eight. One forty-two. Does this concrete come out? I'm like, "Do you think it comes out? Like seriously? Come on." <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. That's, that's that's a, no pool cover. That was no. a little disappointing, but uh, um, pool was nice. Uh, was pool was the, nice the, for the sure. Temperature. The weather here in San Diego was amazing, and it was actually nice as well. Previous years, it was cloudy for like most of the con. So, so. I guess then we, we call it an early night because um, uh, preview night doesn't officially start until 6 p.m. So on we Wednesday. had to get our badges at 3 p.m. And this is like a play-by-play for anyone that's interested in to know how, yeah. how to, yeah, the, the cheat sheets. To how to do the con. <laughs> so we'll, what we decided is we were going to go to the San Diego Zoo, the world-famous San Diego Zoo, the following morning. So sure enough. After we, much deliberating. <laughs> oh, my God. But we ended up. We ended up going with our original plan of going well, to the zoo. Because just so everyone knows, there's the San Diego Zoo, there's the San Diego Safari Park, which is 30 miles away from it, and then there's uh, SeaWorld. SeaWorld as well, So yeah. we had yeah. to kind of make an executive decision. We chose the zoo because that's what we originally had planned. The more interactive, yeah. Well, and, uh, I mean, on, I, I was pushing for it especially because I was like, that is a childhood bucket list item. Like, yeah. I've always been fascinated Likewise. with the San Diego Zoo. Growing up in Fort McMurray, there is no zoo. The best I had was the uh, Edmonton Zoo, which, not to knock it, but it's just the Edmonton the, Zoo yeah, compared to the, the San Diego. Diego Zoo, on, right? the, on the scale, yeah, it's Diego not was, even the best one in Alberta. San Diego for Zoo is world renowned, and I don't know. You go to a, like if I want to go on safari, it showed. I'm going to Africa. I that know, zoo was that's, amazing. That's exactly how I felt. Like ever since I was little, I always a, wanted to go to a zoo that was better than the Auckland Zoo in New Zealand. And I mean, if you're in, you're from New Zealand, you're down there. You can't go anywhere else. Yeah. You can't like drive to like a city somewhere else. It's the Auckland Zoo or nothing, really. Right. Right. So I, when people were even like thinking about deliberating about going on a safari, I like had a tantrum. I'm well, like, no. There was, I think no, there was no, just no. there was just some uh, there was going just some. The zoo. What's the word? There was just some confusion about how things actually <laughs> ran because I, I heard some people in the group saying uh, that they would prefer to go to the safari because the animals get to roam free and they're not like in cages. And I'm like. There's a that's not how that's not how they roll at San Diego Zoo either, right? Like they they're going to treat these animals quite well. In fact, we got a tour uh, when we got there after we had a quick breakfast at uh, one of the yeah, cafes. Yeah, we, we had a free. Um, our ticket came with a free tour bus, bus tour, which was uh, great. Like I recommend hour. it. Yeah, it's really cool because they actually show you what used to be the like the the original cages back in like the nineteen. They, they explain they're like this these little enclosures where we kept bears and like elephants and things. Like we know what we're doing now a little bit better than before. And they've also yeah. uh, been able to get more acres from yeah. the uh, government of uh, California. Well, I mean, uh, like it, it's huge. By the way, if you're if you're gonna go there, it's it's a huge walk. It's uh, large. To just t- check out the park. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely recommend going on the tour because you get a lay of the land too, right? Like, I mm-hmm. mean, we found out exactly where, uh, like, 
you know, this, like, Australia, like, the Outback area was, and then there's, like, the Arctic Explorer area, like, yeah. a little bit further away. So you can kind of, like, if you've only got a day to go there and specific yeah. animals you want to see, you can map it out a And also, there. the recommendation that we got, and we also just kind of happened to do it because we were in a rush anyway, was uh, go there early because, like, in yes. San Diego, midday sun, all those animals are the in the shade. They're sleeping. Sleep. They're cooling down. Yep. In the morning, they're quite active. They're getting fed. You get yeah. to actually see them. Uh, quite, yeah. quite literally, you got to see a couple of giraffes. <laughs> We pull up right, and the one male giraffe is just sniffing. It's just ready to, oh, yeah. ready to try to mount Rare the other one. To go. There's a little romance. Well, <laughs> a um, romance on the bus uh, tour. I mean, I can't. You can, I mean, regardless, I, I can't help but feel a little bit sad for the animals. But like you know, such is life. Sometimes. In, well, well yes. the way that they explained it to us on the bus is that a lot of the animals that they have now are ones that um, strictly can't be put back into. Uh, back into the yeah, they're institutionalized. So if you put them back out into the wild, they will die. It's Everyone that as well as that, or they're saved like pets that people yeah, like you know exotic pets people have tried to bring over the border, and, yeah, they're recovered yeah. uh, from from far worse conditions than they are getting at the zoo. Exactly. Uh, they also like a th- bunch of stuff that we learned. This they, they grow about sixty percent of the fresh produce that they feed the animals right there. Yep. So like it's it's right there. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a little uh, ecosystem, a little like microcosm. Um, they they've got and fauna from all over the planet to make the animals uh, have a little bit more uh, habitat like they would be used to in the wild, as yeah. well as um, a lot of uh, endangered species recovery programs. Yeah, They can try to, I think, like a lot of people say, like they're all there are zoo uh, protests and zoos are wrong and all that kind of stuff, but listen to some of the success stories that they shared. Like, well, literally they had, what, like 12 of these condors, condors out in the wild. They literally have condors. regrown the population now to was to clone a flock of condors yeah. Yeah, on this island. Literally, it took them five years <laughs> to find every condor that was left, like, in North America. Yeah. Kidnap it. They took them all. They took them all, put them into captivity for a little while and started breeding them. And Once they relearned how to... Because they just weren't breeding out there because they, they, they couldn't survive. And the the, the, the figure, Who wants to fuck when you're that depressed? Right? The, well, the figures that they were uh, giving were that uh, they they had uh, t- taken in a couple flocks, so it was like a, a few dozen of these condors, and they had uh, released about 100 back into the wild over the last few years. Yeah. And they discovered that the population beforehand and afterwards, there was a difference of more like 230 condors, yeah. which means that they're breeding in the wild now Whereas thanks to the efforts. before. Life exactly. found a way. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> we kept trying to find that reptilian, or the, was it the amphibious DNA yeah. link? So, so my, favorite, uh, my favorite exhibit, though, was the gorillas. They're just so fascinating to watch. What was so funny is that you were just like, yeah, no, they're, they're just like us. They just eat like lettuce and onions and they're like just giving them heads of lettuce, onions and tomatoes and stuff like that. And I look down at the salad that I'm eating. I'm like, lettuce, onions, tomatoes. Okay, there's some chicken in there too, but we're not that far off. <laughs> well, we're sitting there. We must have, me, Tito and Doug and, and, and Meg must have sat there at the gorillas for like at least a half hour, right? And I was at one point watching Tito. I'm like, man, it keeps looking like they're staring at me and following me through the glass. And Tito was just like, they're probably wondering how you got out. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure out your tricks. <laughs> but it, it, they were really cool to watch, man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we literally spent, what, seven hours at the zoo? We were there so. uh, from opening, which was 9 a.m., all the way up until about 2. Yeah, we lost we you guys within the first yeah. half hour. Yeah. Oh, man. Because no, I, I got, got my left behind in a bathroom within, like, left. 20 oh, yeah. minutes of the and, bus uh, ride. Todd, Todd and Jerks. Ashley got con ready. <laughs> uh, Todd oh, got yeah. uh, Spider-Man face paint, and Ash got uh, panda size. Yeah, panda. That's right. I forgot about that. The guy, the guy had my head bald, so the face painter kind of went nuts because he was Jace, like, "Can man. I use your Jace whole was awesome. head?" He was yeah. excited. I'm like, sure, go for it. And literally, I walked around. It's like 
the Red Skull Spider-Man <laughs> type. Uh. So uh, then um, we we kind of. What we, what we did was afterwards is because we only rented the van for the two days uh, Todd dropped us all off at the con- convention center to get our badges or we, we all went to the convention center to get badges so we got our badges and Todd went to go drop off the uh, van man. and we kind of walked that was a fucking trip and a half man no we you say we night. went to get our badges like it was really simple but we were no, in no. line for it was a, a good, really long line a good hour and it was it was so was it funny. an hour an hour an hour and a half yeah. is how long we were in line yeah. and I thought it was hilarious because like Half of the group were like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. It'll take us half an hour to get our badges. The van won't get towed, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you did, guys are retarded. Did you get a ticket on that van for where no. you were parking, man? We just, just, we just like, tried to, oh, like, we just tried to sidle up and look like we were some of the setup staff at Comic-Con. Here we are feeling special, like, badges. yeah, we're going to get our professional badges. It's like, yeah, we're all professionals here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Was huge. <laughs> and yeah, we, we just got into a line, and then, like, somebody literally came down, and they're like, you're all professionals? You're all professional badges? And we're like, oh, they're all professional Well, to be fair, it was a mix of professionals and press. Press, is true. Yeah. So, and in- yeah, industry. So, 80-20. Suffice to say, like, it was packed, but there was a couple of opportunities that happened that night. We were walking t- to the convention center, and a couple of Daft Punk-looking guys hand us some flyers, some red flyers, and Doug and I open them up, and it's like, um, it's like you've been invited to a pre-screening of The Escape Plan, yeah. uh, starring Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, and they'll be in attendance. And, and, and then, Daft you know, presented... Daft Punk gave you those? Well, they, they, were the, they were dressed like the security guards from the movie, but they, uh, they were kind of like Daft Punk type costumes, <laughs> and so um, Doug and I were like, we're like freaking out. We're like, holy shit, is this real? It's going to be tomorrow night. Well, it said like hosted by hosted by, and then okay. Doug's like, nah, it's probably going to be video. Be video. Like, well, it's worth checking out at least, right? So sure enough, we like we asked like, what time do we need to show up? It's like, well, it's oh, it starts at seven, so I would say be there no later than four because that's when they're going to start handing out tickets. Whoever gets tickets gets in, right? Yeah. So stupid us, we didn't realize until later on that um, uh, they were also. Giving out blue, uh, we had red tickets. They were giving out blue tickets inside the con, and those blue tickets are the ones that'll get you to the front of the line to guarantee you getting oh, a ticket. Yeah. So the idea was for the we, badge we, we had, holders. We had the filler tickets that were just outside the con for anyone. So just so everyone knows, like yeah. even if you don't attend Comic Con, if you don't get a, like passes to go to it, there is a, there's like a week's worth of activities happening outside of the. Oh my god! Center. There's it's parties totally every night on yeah. uh, in the Gaslamp District. Yeah, yeah. So um, so anyway, so we're excited about that. So. Doug, uh, uh, Doug and me is like, okay, well, this is the thing I want to do for this con. Um, I'm trying to think, what else happened on Wednesday? Conjuring. Yes, yeah, we got tickets, tickets to go check out Conjuring. Conjuring. There's hand handing out. They're like, tonight is uh, a pre-screening of the Conjuring by uh, introduction by Lily Taylor's doing the introduction, yeah. who's in the movie. Yeah, and so sure, most recently like, from Hemlock. It's Grove funny because we Netflix. also got handouts for. Um, your next, which was another horror movie, and we had happen like in a half a hour first. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. like, uh, we're definitely going to go to the right one. The conjuring instead. Yeah. Well, next. so that's basically I caught up with them right outside the uh, Godzilla encounter. We went. Let's talk about the floor. Cause well, yeah, no, because that was that was the main point of preview night, and yeah. uh, not just the floor, but like Comic Con exclusives start disappearing. Oh yeah, preview yeah, night. This yeah. is where I wanted to say a piece about what kind of shocked me, and I don't know why I'm shocked because I kind of knew that it would happen, but literally, so the. F- Preview night opens up at six, and it's just a fucking mad rush of people just flood yeah. 
the floor. It's like the mom from like, uh, South Park. Yeah, everyone <laughs> rabble, starts rabble. jumping in booths, right? Yep. And uh, a couple of friends of ours gave us a heads up. They the try like everyone on their dog would text us to be like, not a heads up. They were like, can you please? Well, yeah. There's there, well, someone was like, can you please pick me up something from the Hasbro booth? Can you please pick me up posters? Like everyone just wants free shit. And yeah, guys. No, we had people. We had people who <laughs> yeah. were willing to pay us like double I, I, what I tried. the things were worth. I definitely tried for a buddy of mine, and and it was for the Mattel. No, no, it was for the I, Bandai booth. And I got there. The guys like, dude, man, they sold out like like an hour from when shit opened. Like so. what yeah. was bothering me was I seen people pushing people. There was a few people that didn't know what really Comic Con was. They totally just bought passes just to get these con exclusives. Yeah, because you're picking up sixty five dollar items, going on eBay and selling them for four hundred. Yeah, and one other and thing I'm just is like, wow, is that really the point of uh, fucking also? Comic-Con? So people are worried. It well, does, it well, sucks. Do I have to bring an extra suitcase or whatever? Uh, you could um, leave room. One other thing is. Um, they have yeah. a FedEx office right yeah. in, like a huge FedEx office right in the convention center. Which, technically, if you are planning on shipping, don't leave it till Sunday because yeah. if you are going to because everybody else is leaving, yeah, it you, you have to yeah, like. Uh, to be fair, you got to go with the game plan. We all we had the schedules ahead of time and we kind of knew what we wanted to do, but we were kind of already in the mindset where we have to be flexible because shit can change in a minute's yeah. notice, right? And you don't, you really don't know what the lines are going to be like for your panel. I mean, guaranteed, yeah. Hall H and Ballroom Twenty, you got to get uh, in line for those oh panels. My God. Way ahead of time. In my, fact, my brother calls it Linocon. <laughs> yeah. Linocon. Hall H, you definitely you should be camping out if you really yeah. want to see stuff, especially early in the morning. Hall H is ridiculous. for the rest of them, just just know that you gotta you got to scope things out first, and you're not going to be able to do everything that you want to. Just so straight again, up. Reminder that this was preview night. So this Only was people with certain badges. It wasn't the crowd. The press it was were, packed. Like, and you couldn't move. Well, apparently they did sell off some of the preview, like extra preview night badges, a, a limited amount. Um, some people had a W on their badge, and it meant Wednesday, Wednesday preview yeah. night, right? And um, yeah. that's... Uh, I don't know. It's our first con, but what we've been told is that it's the busiest con of all. And and uh, yeah. from what we talked to from people that are regulars at, especially some of the panel presenters and moderators and things, were that <laughs> preview night was like busier than regular nights. <laughs> like, yeah. like, what is going on here today? Yeah, a lot of people said. I remember we met a friend at uh, the Marvel booth there, Jake, because he just gave me this look where he was just like, "Holy fuck, great!" So I just kind of chatted up a little bit, you know, make friends with the with the people yeah. that can maybe get you some shit. And because uh, everyone's laughing at me for my Spider-Man full Spider-Man face, yeah. right? And, and no like, other yeah, costuming. Uh, yeah. Just yeah, and my random wife beater. Uh, he was just like, "Oh man, this has been absolutely crazy. This is his third con, and he's never seen a preview night as busy as what it was, yeah. right?" So. And the thing about preview night too is there's hailing frequencies open. Oh, you're gonna miss Ash the is just waiting just, for an open. Just waiting for the announcement to be done. Oh, there you go. Okay. It has so, ambiance. We're not lying. We're in an airport. <laughs> I, I know. Well, yeah, we're not kidding. But, um, yeah, the thing with preview night is there isn't anything else going on. So Hall H isn't open. Yeah. Uh, Ballroom Good 20 point. wasn't open. The no autograph panels. floor, the sales pavilion wasn't open, which is where all the autographs are happening, the art show. All which is weird. Stuff. It's not it's sales. Literally. It's an actual sale. <laughs> like yeah. A, like a, a, a ship sale. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. It's, it's ship yeah. sales. And, and uh, one other thing in the sale p- pavilion, uh, one really cool thing oh, is Doug that... Just got some pizza. <laughs> they have a they have a portfolio Zah. a portfolio uh, review there too. So if you're true, an artist, true, oh wow. yes. like the industry representatives, there. so Marvel, DC, take the Vertigo, they, they they you can have a booking uh, for some time during the con, go up there with yeah. your portfolio and show them what you got, and they'll, and they'll give you some constructive they'll, advice. Yeah, they'll give you constructive, and it's also like a couple of really famous artists have been picked out from cons. Yeah, so like if you've got the, if they if they have if you have something that they like. 
they will follow up with you. That's but half on preview of the reason night, that they none of that stuff's yeah, happening. So the only thing that's open on preview night at Comic Con is the exhibition hall. So where do you think everyone yeah, was? Yeah, that's true. Oh, it, was my God. it was like a sea of It people. was a gong show. The next morning it was quieter on so, the exhibition hall when it was open to the regular, like, the regular t- pass and, holders. And all the barking people for the exhibitors, the ones that are supposed to give out passes and the ones that are supposed to get you interested and get, sign you up for this, that, and the other thing, yeah. they're they're really energetic on preview night. You know, yeah. so it's night and day between that and the last day of con, I swear. <laughs> yeah, oh, last day of con, they're just like, do you want? Fresh. Okay, no, you can keep going. Yeah. The subway Fuck guys were my here. So, so then um, uh, that night we we decide we're going to take our shot and see if we can get into the conjuring. Sure enough, we do get in. Yeah, sure enough, Lily we Taylor. were confused though. No, yeah. before that we were confused because we got to the theater and there's a line around both oh, sides massive. of the block. We were like, oh, we're not getting in. We we're way too late. We're way too late, and we're like an hour or two yeah, before. Another thing, psych, psych, psych the, the musical. musical. And we, I'd heard of the show, but. America, please tell me this. What is going on with this show? Because that was the biggest crowd I've we ever seen for like a show that I've never heard of before. Heimrich in the back of the like Wienermobile or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the it was, Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. All excited and yeah, so, but it wasn't him. But, it was but, hilarious. But then there was a line for the Conjuring, which we actually had a pretty decent shot of getting. Oh in, yeah, so. it was very small. So we went and then and then we got in and we got to watch the movie. It was really good. Um, I left. Yeah. Too much. For I left Ash. with Ashley. It wasn't so much that it was too much, but you guys know I'm not well, a big fan of it, demons. No, so that's I just it. Out. Is we we were going into it under the assumption that it was like uh, very ghost like and just Which specifically ghost ghosts haunting I can deal with. Like I didn't really realize but, well, that it was demonic based, and the dude was like, "I'm a demonologist." I'm like, "Peace out. I'm out of here." Yeah, Bye. straight up, it was just it touched a nerve, and yeah. so and like there's no way that there's yeah. going to be one of our parties sitting around San Diego alone. So we went off. We had some coffee. Yep. We had some fun times. So it, it was a good movie. We got out, and then we decided to yeah. head home. It was pretty cool because it was. We got to watch it on Wednesday when before it came out on Friday. Friday. It, was, it was technically the review night. Yeah. It was like when reviewers go to see movies. Right? Yeah, yeah. They, they were very strict. Five, like, I guarantee no, at least five thousand no, dollars uh, for your those. Cell phones off. No cameras. No recordings. Nothing. They had like a chunk of the security. seats were. Um, they Warner had security Brothers guards reserved. galore, but a chunk of the seats were reserved from actual people from Warner Brothers, which was pretty neat. And quite literally, Lily Taylor came out and said, "Hey, Comic Con." Thank you so much. Like, Bye. <laughs> Come, I'm glad you came here with a friend because you're going to get scared. Enjoy. And then she was gone. No Q&A after the show. No fucking review or anything like that. Just she got paid a bunch she of money for that. counting her money in her hotel room. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, I got to go. Screech McDuck style. Oh, my laundry's ready. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, headed back to the hotel. Had another good night's sleep. Uh, we were up bright and early for the following day. Day oh, one, man. Day, day official. Day, day one, one official, yeah. And it was like crazy busy. Oh, I'm trying to think of what I even got to see that morning. I, can't I remember. Don't remember the. Uh, I know. I think I hit the floor. I remember I was trying to hit a few panels. That was the day I, I got to see the Superior Spider-Man panel, which I totally by. I was just wandering. Ar- I was just wandering around, mm. and I, and I seen the Superior Spider-Man panel was coming up, and I knew that this was the new comic book. Or, well, it was new last year, so I said, "Fuck it, I'm just going to go check it out." Because I think Ben mentioned it before that he wanted to look at it too. And I'm a f- after watching this panel, I'm a fan. Uh, if anyone's seen the tweets, it was pretty. It was informative for me. I, I enjoyed it. Um, basically, it, I got to hear got to hear from the like senior ed- senior ed- senior editor, all the comic book artists, as well as the writers for like the last wave of Amazing Spider-Man uh, Spider-Man comics into the new Superior Spider-Man and all the spin-offs they do. Like, well, Superior all from, from one more day onward. Then. Pretty much onward. A good a good year to check that that kind of panel out too, because I mean it's just post. Uh, mortem for Peter Parker. Well, yeah, that's right? the thing. Like everyone's been bitching about and Peter that was Parker's what everyone death. Was on about, yeah. And quite literally, like uh, they went for. So they, they described the arc. They 
they got uh, uh, Doc Ock Spidey is going to be taking on Flash uh, Thompson Venom coming up, and that's a big thing. It's going to be pretty cool stuff coming up, but the, of course the Q&As are one of my favorite parts of any panel. And quite literally, the, when he's like, hey, we'll take some questions from the audience, and the senior editor was just like, okay, no one ask if Peter Parker's coming back. I don't want to hear it. That's all he said. Uh, and he, he said it kind of funny, right? He's like, when's Peter Parker coming back? When's Peter Parker coming back? He's like, I don't want to hear it. So they went through a bunch of questions, some pretty good stuff, and then this uh, gawky teenager kid came up. I've read at the very end, he's like, so um, is, like, the ghosts of Peter Parker ever going to show up? And this is where, like, literally you hear the quote from the senior editor saying, no, Peter Parker's dead. He's not coming back. It's time for a new Peter Parker. and It's, it's, it's time for a new Spider-Man. Sorry, it's time for a new Spider-Man. And, and they explained it a bit better like during the whole panel where the fact that Spy- Peter Parker was Spider-Man for 50 years. They had a huge 50-year run, 700 comic book series. And, uh, Dan, He's dead. Dan He's Slott coming uh, pitched it to Marvel. He's like, I got this idea. Let's kind of reboot the Spider-Man character. And they give him, let's look at him through someone with similar. Like, they wanted to talk cock because he's similar in brain. Like He's a very smart man. And it's just kind of has that different contrast, and it, it hooked me. Watching this panel hooked me onto the Superior Spider-Man series, just how, how the they're contrasting him with Peter Parker, like I was telling Tito, like where some villain had like six people in this this trap, robotic trap. I don't know what the exact comic is yet. I will read it. So. Peter Parker, the way that Dan Slott explained it, where Peter Parker would have probably tried to went and save each of the six people, Doc Ock as Spider-Man just killed the one guy controlling the thing and saved everyone at once. So that's the kind of contrast that you're fighting Do with. the ends justify the means? Well, and that's the thing, because you hear it's a real big Different generational eyes. gap, is a lot of the older people liked Spidey, Peter Parker as Spidey. They want that whole amazing Spider-Man. And then a lot of the younger kids are really digging the Spider-Man, or Superior Spider-Man. So. Interesting. It's, it was Interesting. a good contrast. Good panel. I'm, I'm hooked. Uh, and I got some shit signed uh, for Kingston. It was our first uh, foray into uh, actual Comic-Con cosplay as well. Yeah, Ash went as what again? Chi? Let's see if you remember. No. C, um, Chi. Yeah, the Chi, Chi from Trobits, uh, the anime and manga series. She's pretty, it's probably the one that got Clamp famous, actually, is like Clamp is a huge manga and anime company now, and like Trobits is kind of what. Uh, kind of what started it for them, and it's funny because we uh, we were walking around, and every and every like so often, I just hear someone go "chee" as I was walking by, because like, wait, she's a robot, right? She's a personal com, and um, like a personal computer that follows you around or whatever. Oh, she is. Yeah, she's oh, a personal okay. computer. Yeah. So, uh, but she's broken when she's found, and uh, Hideki, like her new owner, um, discovers when he switches her on that she she's forgotten language, and so wow. she. Uh, she all she knows how to say is chi, so that's where she gets her name from, right? And uh, she has like a name originally, but uh, she decides to stay with chi because she like falls in love with her owner and stuff, even though technically persicoms aren't supposed to, blah blah blah, all that stuff. So you made that one girl's day. Oh like, literally man! She walked up yeah, to- we were in Starbucks, and this girl like had stars in her eyes, and she's like, "Can I please get a oh picture?" Oh my god! Yeah, of, of you. And Todd's like, "Can I get a picture with you?" And she's like, "Really?" Like yeah. so oh, man. excited. Yeah, I couldn't get away from the. Girl whose day I apparently made. I didn't even hear it, but uh, it was at the Starbucks oh, as well. Yeah, like, same I, thing. This all this oh. trip, I've heard nothing but like because I was rocking the Wolverine uh, cosplay, just trying to Hugh Jackman it up. Hugh Jackman with a bit of a, a gut hanging over his belt, but uh, <laughs> apparently, uh, yeah, somebody at the Starbucks line was. Just, no, it was inside. like that. It was like it was that Wingardium Leviosa. She was, she was yeah, one of the Starbucks one of the workers. Yeah. 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 
She was just, yeah, because after Steve made the order, I don't know if she knew that I was with you or whatever, she walked up to the girl that took it, and she wrote down Logan on the thing, and she's just like, oh, Logan's so hot. Wolverine <laughs> Or Wolverine so, so hot. Ron, stop. Stop. She became like the... She kind of became like who we made fun of all trip after that. Like anytime, anytime Steve's ego was that's, a little bit too high, would be like Wolverine is. When, so when does that ever happen? What right, are you talking about? That's right, folks. Whenever you walk up to a cosplayer, they make fun of you after the. Fact. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The uh, no, so yeah, thir- let's go keep going down Thursday. Was- so then, um, Doug and I. Decided- yeah. Oh yeah, you hit up. Yeah. If um, if Schwarzenegger and Stallone are actually going to show up. We're going to try to get there even earlier. Our goal was your clock. We're like, okay, well, let's go scope out the line around two and um, see what's up. So we go down to we go down to the theater. Sure enough, red carpet's out, lights are out. We're like, holy shit. Same so, theater as The Conjuring. Yeah, man. we go to the theater and we're, uh, theater manager or inside, and we're like, what's up? And they're like, lines around the back of the building. I'm like, oh, really? So we go to the back of the building. Sure enough, there's like about 100 people. We're like, all right, we got That's a good not chance. Bad. Get in line. So we're sitting there in line at 2.30. Wow. <laughs> Joe's at seven. And Doug's dying. Well, well, no, that's the thing, guys. You, were, you and Doug yeah. were pretty excited. Like It's, it's time, Ernie and, and Sly, man. By the pick, time pick four o'clock thing rolls, is my advice. By, by the time one o'clock rolls around, or four o'clock rolls around, there's like 400 people in line. Wow. 400, 500 like, people. But it's also, it was it was crazy for you guys because there wasn't actually a guarantee yeah. that they would be there. Then at four o'clock, around 4.30 actually, they, they, they're they like, who's got a blue ticket? And we're like, fucking blue tickets? What the fuck are you talking about? So sure enough, 50 people get in front of us. So now we're like 150 behind. Yeah. Shit. So we're waiting to get in, waiting to get in. Through the skin of our teeth, we get in, right? And so we're in, and now we're in the red carpet area, kind of like um, how you would see a Hollywood premiere where it's like the fencing and everything. So we're chilling there. Suddenly a bunch of security people start showing up. Black suits, right? They post them in every certain amount of people. And we're there, and this this one, it was really interesting. This one security guard, older fella, just starts like name dropping like crazy. Some guy asked him, he's like, so have you done a lot of these? And he's like, oh, well, let me tell you. And so he's like, <laughs> just waiting. Life Security story. guards love to talk about that to shit. The point, to the point where Doug and I are just like, man, this guy needs to get fired or something because he's not doing his job. So we're sitting there, and then 6.30 rolls around, and suddenly like people just start erupting. What the fuck? So we, so we look, and sure enough, Arnold Schwarzenegger is getting out of like one of those uh, black Tahoes, getting in, meeting people, uh, falls shortly by Salome. And so we're like, oh, I guess we're going to see them from the red carpet. So sure enough, like, oh, cool. And so we, we saw them. We took some pictures on our on our phones and stuff. And we're like, okay, now to get into the movie, because I'd really like to see this, because I really got to piss, because I've been here since 2.30 in fucking line. How's Ernie looking, by the way? Uh, they both look fine. They're yeah. older, obviously, but yeah. they look fine. So sure enough, 2.30 or uh, 6.40 rolls around. They finally let us in. We go inside, and we're like, finally, oh, take a piss. We decide we're going to sit in the front where we did for The Conjuring. And so we sit down, and then uh, sure enough, like we just hear on the, on the mic, it's like, this thing on. <laughs> so, and then they, they walk up on stage, and they're there for like a good 15 minutes, just wow. like answering questions and like talking That's about how cool. they're excited. Could you have asked them a question if you wanted yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. We just didn't want oh, to, yeah. right? And we like, we took some pictures and shit. And, um, and then they started the movie, and the movie was freaking hilarious. It's like a campy, good action. And Escape movie, right? Plan doesn't, doesn't come out until November. November. So uh, you got October. A, October. October. You got a good. Wow. Yeah, you got a so, good. So after the movie, they also did a Q and A and stuff. But by then, Doug and I were just like done. So yeah, we're, yeah. we're like, yeah. So we, we went and met up with you guys. And uh, what did we do that night? I can't remember. Yeah. I remember wandering well, the floor. Wasn't no. That was the day that we uh, went to our panel. 
we went to that we, panel we about it, like promoting a webcomic, blah 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 yeah, blah. Only we didn't see that it said for Kickstarter at the end. All right, so we're yeah, like, we went to a tech panel. That was rather interesting. Digital development, basically. I got and a there was some in. there were some really good uh, some really good answers to some of the questions in the audience. But I got I forget who, but that moderator was just horrible. Not, not doing a great job crap. because like literally like he, he had uh, gotten a few questions from the audience and uh, he was very high energy and everything like that. But I mean, he spent half the time taking pictures and then interjecting with comments while people were still trying to answer questions, you know? And then, like, he comes over to our section, and Todd's like, yeah, no, I, I got a question. He's like, actually, we'd really like a question to be asked by a girl. And I'm like, well, are there girls with their hands up? Like, yeah. who cares? Just friggin' just let them ask. answer the damn yeah. question. So and, I was like, fine, um, I'll ask the question. Or and, and it's funny, because as uh, some of the questions hand. were asking, like, what's the next step uh, in developing my, like, webcomic? What's the next step in my, like, <laughs> yeah, as a question, the question mark, question mark, question mark, underpants gnomes thing. Everybody wants to know how you'd make the profit. But um, there was one point there where, like, he literally was just, like, one of the people on the panel was literally just saying, like, careful about being too much of a promoter and not, like, not an actual, like, uh, solid creator creative entity right like yeah. people can people so can sniff that funny. out and the guy moderating is just like oh yeah yeah don't be too much of a presenter uh, so anyway uh, come check out my program <laughs> and my company and I'm like <laughs> you're, you're not paying off. attention to your own fucking panel are you <laughs> well, this is where like I've been to there was a couple tech panels I went to this weekend and it seems like the tech panels like I don't know if they screened the people or if they just kind of pick people randomly but it seems like when they were like the people the quote unquote experts on the panel on stage Never really spoke to each other before because, like, some of them, one of them, they would counter contradict each other steady. Yeah. yeah. So one guy was like, "No, no, man, what you got to do is you got to pay for promotion." And then the next guy's just like, "No, you don't pay for promotion. You, you do this." I'm like, "Well, the panel the though, it's, it's supposed to be guys with different opinions going." And uh, you, I suppose it's yeah. up to the audience to decide for yeah. what, what's useful. To <laughs> you decide the winner. Yeah. Or so, you decide what you take out of the panels. Yeah. yeah. So I think that closed out that day. I'm well, well, no, we did, no, we no, did no. Try to get in the t-shirt line. There's something. Uh, right. There's something. Uh, well, I thought it was fairly big for me anyway because uh, I was asked by a Film, company from yeah. uh, Sorry, uh, from uh, Calgary, Bleeding Art of Industries, course. who we met through the Calgary Expo, actually. Yes. Um, because we did a segment. If you check out our video on YouTube of uh, YMM Podcast Invading Calgary Expo, um, we I got uh, some um, prosthetic uh, makeup as well as uh, just practical effects advice from this company out of Calgary. Cool people. Uh, they saw that we had badges to Comic-Con, so they asked me to present their film because none of their people could make it for the Thursday night, and it was part of the Comic-Con International uh, Independent Film Festival, which goes on in a hotel adjacent to the uh, conference center. And um, got to present a movie called uh, Skeleton Girl, which is... Uh, Canada's first native 3D, stereoscopic 3D film stop-motion animation feature. Uh, similar to Coraline. I mean, clearly yeah. not on the same scale, but still a pretty big uh, pretty big definitely uh, milestone, pretty, I guess, for Canada. Definitely a pretty cool short, too. It was and, cool. Yeah, and it was floored it was by the funding. Definitely check it out online. And then we got to stick around for uh, some of the other shorts after that. Like There were some really cool ones, like Post-Human was one. Um, what was it? Uh, Starcross was a fun one. Starcross was and amazing. You might see a few of these at the uh, Interplay Film Festival, which is coming up. We're pushing for it. So that was really, really cool. Uh, and, and any filmmakers, anybody from the YMM FMA who's uh, you know, interested, submit. Like Just bombard them with stuff. If you you know don't don't even ask any questions about whether your film fits or whether you think you're like up to snuff, just just submit not just a comic con course, just, but like just, just film it. festivals, <laughs> just comic conventions. I mean, to, look where how far Arkham Rising got. It's been showing all over the world now. Exactly. Well, that, I mean, I hope we're going to talk about meeting the oh, yeah, we're, we're, master guys, but that was another day. I think that Thursday. does wrap up Thursday. The um, we hit the show floor. Show floor was packed. The uh, 
We'll talk about some of the show floor as we go down, I guess. Oh, on uh, Thursday was when I found out Tabuscus was there. Remember? Yeah. Yes, this I mysterious think. guy that I got to learn more about. I pretty much think he's amazing. No, oh, he's no, my, we ran into Adrian, Adrian Curry that night, oh, too. Oh, yeah, we ran into Adrian Curry. That was pretty cool. Who's that? And I was like, who the heck is this? And Steve's <laughs> like, do you remember America's Next Top Model? I was like, oh, right. oh yeah, my yeah, yeah, yeah. God. We got yeah, cuddled by she's, a model. She's she was crazy. I think she cuddled tipsy. the shit out of you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know about me, but uh, yeah, no, she's crazy Comic Conner. She's uh, she's like dedicated into cosplay. I actually read one of her tweets just yesterday of somebody making fun, like somebody poking fun, like, oh yeah, nice that you had fun at Comic Con with that big paycheck from uh, the convention center. And she's like, paycheck. Like, are you kidding me? I, I bought my badge. She's like, she doesn't even have a professional badge as far as I know. Attendee. She's just a t- an attendee crazy cosplayer. She's just an all around like nerd lover. The um, so yeah, then we went, we went, we bailed and we went home after that. that yep. um leads us into Thursday. Yeah, Friday, or Friday, Friday. So Friday morning, uh, again, walked the floor a bit. Um, got to meet. Um, we tried to go for Paul H. I think that was the plan going in. Until, yeah, way too long. Yeah, the Hall H line was literally across the park and then across the street. It was literally like five kilometers long, is what someone was telling it's me. Basically, like, like wow. Ken Jong in in like uh, the Hangover when you talk to people that were in like closer to the front of the line. You're just like, when did you get here, man? Like, what do you think our chances of getting in are? And they're like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting in. The, um, um, I cosplayed for the first time in my life. Yep, as uh, calendar, calendar Man. man really calendar Man. There is definitely size of an entire Calendar Man. <laughs> There's definitely a few people that recognize me. I think those are the hardcore, uh, the hardcore Arkham Rise or Arkham Asylum gamers. Yeah, it was yeah. cool to see. Like so everybody who did recognize you was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Like, you ever a seen calendar a calendar man? man? No, are you serious? Oh, I see a calendar man here. The DC booth. What they did, pulled you over? Yeah, they wanted me to go into the uh, 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 fucking cause. Uh, which you didn't and you should competition because uh, you told us it was like in the afternoon oh man it was somebody after the fact well we're getting ahead of ourselves but the next day we missed it by like half an hour and then Todd's like yeah I guess that's probably why he told us to meet him at 9 in the morning I'm like it was like son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um, the best bad man there uh, I got to meet um, my brother and I got to meet Edward James almost yes that was kind of really cool for Very us cool. Adama yeah Adama um, and uh, that evening uh, Doug and I were able to just sneak into the um pre-screening of um, Justice League Flashpoint Paradox, uh, which had an introduction from uh, Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Yeah. So how's the movie? Uh, It was really, really good, actually. I can't wait. So this is what creates the new 52. 52. They do a really good job. It's a really good adaptation, and uh, honestly, I I didn't think they, they would be able to top the Dark Knight Returns. But and and this is an arc that like I'm like huh not a lot of people really like this arc but the the way they they present it and everything it's yeah it definitely not a kids movie but um yeah uh, it comes out July 30th so it's coming what? out like this week so cool yeah yeah, yeah. really really cool huh? next Tuesday packed and you're in Ballroom 20 because for those that yeah. don't know like there's two really main halls it's Hall H and then Ballroom 20 yeah uh, these are the Ones that seat like the thousands ones, yeah. and thousands of people. Well, what, uh, Hall H is seven thousand, and Ballroom 7, 000, Twenty is like something three, like three three thousand, three thousand, three okay, or four thousand. Yeah. The uh, and you said it was a packed house for Flashpoint. Like all these panels were fucking packed. Literally, we stood in line for X Files, not realizing how packed it, like how where the line went, and it literally went around the building a couple times before Ooh, we and went around the building, down the street, into the bay, under the water, like <laughs> down a mine shoot, like <laughs> down a mine shaft. It was crazy. Um... Yeah, because what happened? Because uh, Friday there was a bunch of stuff at Hall H. There was like the Sony. <laughs> well, that's when Sony Screen Gems uh, was doing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. There was also the Walking Dead panel. So uh, the Game of Thrones panel. Game of Thrones huge. panel. So Hall H was just absolutely packed, and uh, we were definitely weren't going to give so that. Apparently, an we got the first view of Electro 
at in ha- yeah. Yeah. And, and Paul Giamatti's character pre Rhino. From what the the word on the street is, is that uh, the Rhino arc is actually what's going to close out the film and Go open it open it up for a third one or a three and four. Interesting. The uh, well, Mary. We all know Mary Jane was cut from the film a bit beforehand because they're going to focus on her towards, which leads me to believe. Death of Gwen Stefani. This Gwen Stefani, uh, or wait, what did I say? Gwen Stefani. <laughs> yeah. Gwen Stefani. Well, Tracy. she could be in there too. <laughs> I hate you so much. I'm death girl <laughs> in the world, in Spider-Man's world. Death of Gwen Stacy, which yeah. could lead that uh, this could be the death. Could of be Gwen the movie Stacey that does it. Yeah. I think. Good I think way to get. Will. Good way to get Paul because who is Goblin that does it in the in the comic book? Right? Yep. Oh, could wait for fucking Rhino to do it in the movies, right? So no uh, broken neck that Peter Parker again feels responsible for. Yeah, it, just like Uncle considering ben. the fact that he swore to fucking Dennis Leary there that uh, he was gonna he was gonna interfere with it. Right, and then of course they close out that movie with and the he kills whole, her. Uh, the <laughs> credits. Credits. <laughs> so uh, and then uh, after everything was said and done, we headed over to the House of Blues. And oh we hey, saw hey we're not Smith. done. We're not done. Uh, we're not done at Comic Con. Uh, okay. Because me and Ashley got to meet uh, oh, Nicholas yeah. Brendan oh, right, yes. of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer yeah, we fame, did a lot, too. Um, who, uh, who was, uh, hands down, the most genuine and awesome like celebrity-type oh, person that I've met at any of these Explain conventions. So or, uh, well, yeah, he's, uh, he's Xander from uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So what he's, are you doing uh, now, though? Well, he, he's that's in, just um, uh, Criminal Minds. Right. He's in Criminal NCIS, Minds. Sorry. And uh, he's... Um, he, he, I will say this: He hasn't done a whole lot. He's he's done a couple of like B movie horror movies with like uh, Jamie uh, Presley and like you know like just a lot of side stuff. And uh, you know, in the news, if if you do follow him, uh, there has been some talk about him dealing with uh, being you know. Uh, I think he had a DUI not that long ago. He's oh shit! Really? Had like, a bit of a rough, <laughs> real r- bit of a rough patch there. But uh, and that's why I was especially uh, interested to uh, to see and uh, kind of interact with him because he just seems like he seems like he's on a high right now. He seems like he's way up there. He's doing really well from himself he's looking great and um he he was so genuine um, we were uh, actually it's kind of funny because we were looking for him and we also wanted to check out claire kramer who's uh, of buffy fame as well she's the bad guy in the in the s- season five she's uh glorificus like the hell god oh, okay. and uh, she's totally like a great foil to buffy because she's just as small and, and she just was up as there cute too? and way tougher right and she was up there too yeah and we actually like walked right by her to find nicholas brennan i'm like oh my god i recognize that smile that's claire kramer she's actually in a movie that's coming out uh, very very soon uh, totally going to be a b-movie camp movie called big ass Spider, which I can't wait to see. That looks totally awesome. Nice. But she's also in Bring It On. She's the, the 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 bitch cheerleader across from Kirsten Dunst. She's been in a whole bunch of uh, stuff as well. And she was very genuine as well. She's got a program. I wish I'd brought in the card out of my luggage. I'll, I'll have to recap it later. But uh, she has a uh, program that's like f- basically for geeks as well. Like a whole yeah. entire program of like getting getting off your feet, uh, so to speak, in in the comic book game, in the geek nerddom game. Um, but anyway, yeah. Then we tried to get in line for Nicholas Brendan. He wasn't coming out for another 20 minutes or so. We're like, okay, we're head of the line. We're good to go. We're not head, I should say. We're about five people deep. And uh, we started uh, chatting with uh, her, or his handler, Jackie, who's fan, fan, fan geeker on uh, Twitter. And uh, she was, oh man, she's so much fun. She was hilarious. She was she was acting like the diva of the two, like she's the handler to the celebrity. And she's just like, yeah, no, he just ran off to go get me a drink. And like we actually watched him as they were getting set up. She was standing, and she kept telling him, she's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And he, and he like left his booth to go booth, get her a chair, chair yeah. to make sure that she was comfortable and sitting. And uh, then Are we they were, husband and wife. Or no, 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 just friends. And apparently they've been working together professionally for about three years now, so they've got a rapport. Um, and uh, to to recap it really quickly, 
we were in the near the front of the line. We actually stepped ahead and were chatting with the handler, and, uh, and then that was when he walked off to go get her a drink and get her a chair and everything. And then one of the staff, one of the bumbling staff of the sales pavilion upstairs, the the leader, the manager of that area, the lines and everything was like, actually, the line's just back there, and you need you guys need we're to go like, to the back of the line. We're, we're actually at the front of the line. The handler, and we're like, we're actually front of the line, and I know he's not here right now, but he's coming back. We're we're front. We're gonna be. You know, chatting. We're with gonna him. do this, and then she's like, "I don't care." Showed us her like official badge. She's like, "I don't care. This, I'm in charge of this. You go to the back of that line." And we're like, "Okay, well, at least maybe some people in line will vouch for us." Like we said loudly, yeah. and so she asks the person at the front of the line. They're like, "Were these people ahead of you?" And, and the girl's goes, like, thirstily, like looking like she wants to eat Nicholas Brendan. Like didn't even break eye contact, no blinking. Us. She just shakes her head, and they're she's like, "I'm like, sorry, no, that's all." And I'm like, "That's until, one person." There's like three yeah. people back, and they're like, "Actually, no, no excuse me." No, it wasn't just that though. Oh, one wow. of the one of the other security guards comes up that, and he's yeah, like are you trying totally to kick these you, people eh? out of yeah. line yeah but he's like are you tra-? he's like these people were first in line i've been here all day and now you're trying to kick them to the back he's like i don't think so so then the some people in line well no that, actually well, at that exact moment know. she got like she nicholas got brennan got back away. and they, she had to get all the stuff to yeah. sign yeah, yeah, set up so and everything then, like she has a good job so to then do some people in line were like yeah these people were like just ahead of us or whatever and they're like just jump in behind us so we got in line too but it wasn't i mean we would have waited we would have waited it would have sucked but we would have waited but it was nice to not have to wait when we already had <laughs> yeah. been and uh, and good thing too because I mean he was just so genuine we got up there and we were chatting with him and uh, and joking around and and um, he was like as soon as he heard that my name was Steve he's just like hey that's my dog's name like <laughs> whipped out his phone he's like check out my German Shepherd Steve this is him at the hotel I like to have a view you know so he's enjoying the view of the bay right now and flicking through and he's just like you know, and even a video he's just like check it out this is him chewing on his uh, pig's ear like oh he's so happy in his hotel room blah 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 and he's like, and he's, like, he's, he's, like, so co- like he's so cool he doesn't even he, like he He's like, yeah, go. You do your Comic Con thing. Like, I'll just be here chilling in the comfort of the AC, right? And he's like, and here's the part of the video where I suck him off, and all of us are like, what? What? Like, just zone right in. And he's like, I'm just, che- I'm just checking he's to like, see if I'm you're listening. Kidding. I'm just kidding. And yeah, he's a big dog. hugger. Like, he gave he gave me gave like a tighter H- hug than I think I've gotten from like distant relatives <laughs> last yeah, time I saw them when I left, seriously. you know. And uh, gave us, uh, you know, like little word of advice, a little happy note to leave on. And uh, I don't know, he was definitely the coolest I've met at any con so far. That's cool, man. Even and I mean, my favorite to meet from uh, the Buffy universe before was like Eliza Dushku at uh, Calgary Expo, and I yeah. mean that was in an official autograph line as well. But like at the same time, we were like at the end of the line instead of the front of the line, and she was just like kind of quick, like a couple comments, and then you're on your way. This guy took the time, he stood up, he hugged every single one of us, took yeah. took a photo with us. He was cool. And I'm trying to think of what else happened Friday. Like there was. I know I was walking on the show floor with pictures, not as much as I would like, but uh, <laughs> there was definitely a, a pictures going around as calendar man. I can't remember. I didn't do anything else. Boring con. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I shopped. It's been way too much money. Because I know that night we hit up, uh, everyone went back to the hotel for a nap, but uh, except for, uh, well, I think it was just the three of us. The um, well, no, we we met up uh, to just grab a bite. Uh, I was feeling so done, uh, like uh, again in cosplay, again sweating my bag. Oh, right, yeah, that's why I was, I was trying to go to the Mel. archer panel. Right, and uh, great, yeah, we great, tried great, to hit great. up that archer panel, and then didn't end up going to the archer panel because again, that was a uh, that was in Hall H. That was a uh, in a different hotel, oh, the, right? The it was just kind of office. That's when I walked yeah. over, and I didn't see a lineup. Again, I'm like, 
is this the motherland? <laughs> then the lineup was actually outside, like 3,000 people long, and then Buddy's like, yeah, the room only holds 300. I would have loved so to have seen Naish Tyler, H. John Benjamin, Chris Parnell, all of them, uh, Amber Nash. But uh, it's funny because we ended up going into the Fox Sports. That's right. Grill yeah, I remember in that. In the bottom now. of the Hilton there. Yeah. Saw the and, base uh, Pam cosplay. Yeah, just looked outside, and there was the most amazing Pam cosplay. Like, literally, had the dolphin, out of the restaurant and um, got a picture puppet of Puppet on her hand awesome. and everything. We had the most amazing pile of barbecue chicken nachos, and then uh, <laughs> and then I realized that I left the tickets for the podcast in the hotel room, That's and right. we wanted to change anyway, so we just headed back there and had a I think half an hour nap while you stuck around. You were hardcore that day. The um, yeah, I tried to set up a podcast with uh, Sam from Talk Nerdy to me a few times. Uh, it didn't quite work. We were going to do a floor cast, much much like we're doing right now, up at the top of the convention. There, Tito was mentioning it gets quieter after all the panels are done. Because uh, the convention center is like open all night, but this you can't get into like the actual rooms of the show floor. Um, didn't work out, uh, so invited <laughs> invited Sam to the uh, 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 Babylon podcast and got stood up. Thanks, Sam. Apparently, bitch. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> so mean. The uh, Jason Mewes in line. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that was great because me. So, and yeah, actually, we all had we over got, to. We, I was we, loose. Everybody else was there. Uh, everybody that was going to the podcast. Oh, Ooh, you're right there. Oh, I just dropped my thumb on my ankle. <laughs> That's what you get for sitting cross-legged ankle on bone, any ankle bone. Um, yeah, so uh, everybody was already there having uh, some dinner at the actual <laughs> restaurant of the House of Blues, right next to the the hall, uh, or, or I guess above. But. Um, me and Ashley got there a little bit late. We took a cab. We uh, were, we're waiting in this line outside, and we're thinking this is so weird because none of our friends are in this line, and we've already got assigned seating. It isn't the standing room only yeah. situation. And uh, then we text. We're like, oh, no, we're inside. So we're like, okay, we, we'll come. We'll grab a plate of fries or what have you. And we're just stepping. And I'm like, that's Jason Muse sitting right there. <laughs> and he's talking. He's with a friend, and he's talking to somebody with a House of Blues T-shirt on. And uh, you could hear him. He's just like, oh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I don't have a wristband. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I just try to get backstage. And I'm like, Jay. What's up? Good to see you here for the show. And he's like, always, man, always. And I was like, okay, I'll leave it at that. I didn't want to bug him for a picture. He's dealing yeah. with some stuff right then. We have uh, a <laughs> trying we have to get a into the show, and the girl's like, no, you can't come yeah, back here, sir. Yeah, she's like, you yeah, can't get in there without like, a wristband. He's like, I don't there. have my wristband yet. He's like, and, uh, I don't have a wristband. I'm just. <laughs> and uh, I'm, with the, I'm with the I'm with the guys. We were we, were, uh, we finally had our uh, our uh, beer and coke or whatever and bite to eat. And uh, what it, was it? Jedi Elvis was playing. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, Jedi <laughs> Elvis was cool. Uh, the cosplay girl that was bitching about getting her ass slapped because she had like one. Yeah, of she was cool. She's Jedi Elvis's handler. She's who looks after. Yeah, she's more like friend and like friend slash as manager now yeah. and then. Um, but she definitely did a nice ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> she was fantastic. Hey, anyway, she might be listening. She was. I hope she is. We gave her a card, but um, <laughs> we. Uh, got downstairs again with our tickets to the, for the actual show and everything and as we're like waiting in line to actually get to our seats Jason Muse comes by again and I'm like were they giving you a hard time up there man he's like yeah man this place is like a maze I always forget how to get backstage and I'm like dude everything is a maze to you I'm sure like <laughs> yeah he's just like can I squeeze by he's here, clean guys? but like he's let's just call a spade a spade man he's done some heavy stuff in his day and he's uh, he's a bit yeah. of a goofball because of it we, yeah, so we got to check out Hollywood Babylon. Yeah, that's good, because he, he right by you, he's like, can I get through here, man? Uh, excuse me, can I just get by here? <laughs> yeah, sure. So sweet. Very sweet guy. I always forget there's a back door to this place. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the show was good. We got uh, a shout-out from uh, Ralph Garman. Insert yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Todd Tito, Steve, Ashley, Stacy, Bensky, Doug, and Meg. Sorry they couldn't make it tonight. <laughs> Uh, these are podcasters. These guys have their own past called the YMM Podcast. Yes, I've seen them in a few shows. All the way from Fort McMurray, Alberta, Canada. Diplomatic immunity, my Canadian Not the friends. same country. It's a different country. It works for everybody. Um, 
Todsky writes, pretty sure everyone is coupled up on this trip except for me. I was wondering if Ed Wynn could give me some advice on picking up hot nerdy chicks. Oh my goodness, yes. Here's what you do to get a nerdy chick at Comic-Con, don't you know? Get yourself a Star Wars action figure, mint in package, and stuff it down your pants. And then say, free merchandise. And mostly fellas will grab down there, but eventually a fat layer of somebody will come along and you'll get a handy. Don't you know? Sorry, Tatsuki. Hope you get some while you're here. Yeah, you'll get to hear it there now. The, um, it was a good show, Laugh. I was pretty drunk because I had a couple of the fucking... Like, you were the only cosplayer that entire place. I was. Oh, no, I know there was, was. A, bob, silent bob, there was a silent bob in front of us. I oh, yeah. And uh, she was Black Widow. Yeah. The, um, Assholes. Yeah, you got to hear the shout out. It was a good show. I was drunk. Laughed. It was funny. It got Didn't me get until up. 2 a.m. Um, quick, we, quick we had turn. some people have to had to bail midway through the show. Yeah. so late, so tired. Comic Con wipes you. Ben was drunk the night before, so. Definitely so, drinking during this event will really hamper your uh, attendance at the con. I slept, slept in the following day. Attended the con a little bit later. Stacy didn't though, and Stacy and Meg no, took off at like. Well, yeah, no, well, I mean, Meg didn't uh, join for the podcast, so she was able to get some rest. Yeah. Stacy wanted to go check on Neil Gaiman, so she left like super early to make sure that she was in line. Ended up staying in a room for like three hours before that panel even. No, started. it was five. Five hours. She was in yeah. the room for five hours intense, because intense. she was convinced she was going to uh, be in a like twenty mile long line. That was the, but but it was for one of the smaller rooms, so there wasn't even a lineup when she got there. She walked straight she in. She's like, it's in Hall H, I'm sure of it. And we're like, no, it's not Hall H. It's in Ballroom 20, I'm sure of it. No, it's not no, in Ballroom 20. It's room 23A yeah. or like 16A or something, which is just one like of those little side people, rooms. Yeah. Not even 200 people. Like, And she was terrified she was going to miss it, so it was kind of hilarious. Like, I found whenever like Steve and I said anything that was like trying to help rooms-wise to anyone, everyone was like, no, no, no. No, I'm sure it's in Hall H. It's in Hall H. I'm like, I'm holding the paper in front of your face. Yeah. Like, please read the schedule. Just, just concentrate just, just for half a minute. I know you're stressed. But. Don't worry. Yeah, you're gonna get in there. And of course, you know, she did, and uh, she had a great time doing that. Um, that was the because I did Wolverine, and then Captain Mal. Oh yeah, and then Batman. Batman was the third day. On that was uh, Saturday. The Saturday. Yeah. Uh. The big con day. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's, that was another reason why we were late to, to go is because yeah. we were getting up all dressed I think up. I and just walked the floor, honestly. Yeah. I, we, oh, I you didn't found, go to any panels? I found Tabuscus. Yeah, that was you found Tabuscus, yeah. That's right. I was trying to find uh, April O'Neil. I saw her there walking around. Like walked and, uh, into him. What kind, of, what kind of panel would we have attended on Saturday? I remember me and Ben went That was the, when they did the Marvel Studios yeah, for Captain one, America. We actually, oh yeah, we got to sneak a peek at Chris Evans and uh, and uh, Tom yeah, Oh yeah, we saw Chris was, Evans. That was cool. So let's get into some con news because Saturday was quite big for the con news wise. Because well, let's start it all off with the Warner Brothers legendary <laughs> after we got all our after we got What's our that? picture taken a thousand Didn't times. Fox do the big uh, uh, no, X Men panel. But yeah, well, started out did. the first well, one in the morning was legendary the X-Men, Warner Brothers. Uh, what we heard was the X Men panel wasn't any any revealers, right? Like they didn't really announce <laughs> they anything. Just they just didn't out know the anymore. Whole they just cast. yeah, they just they just like, pulled out. I think the video clip that you were talking about, Todd. No, anyone who had been in X Men ever was pulled onto the stage. The let's go in order. Warner Brothers. Legendary started off the day in Hall H. 
Yep. They talked about Godzilla, which uh, a few couple... Uh, they gave the reveal of what he's looking like. They, they showed what he looked like, the trailer. Uh, apparently you can see what it looks like as well in the Godzilla encounter, which none of us went to <laughs> after me making the big deal over it. Yeah, after you having a sulk. The, uh, <laughs> um, Incredible sulk. One of the cool stories out of the Godzilla panel was they were filming in Vancouver under a name, on, on some Nautilus, Seriously? I think was their name. Blue Harvest. The, uh, <laughs> Blue Harvest. And literally the one of the directors or one of the crew got pulled over by customs and they had to do vehicle search for whatever reason randomly or whatever and they found a bunch of the films and a bunch of the, the stuff from the set labeled as Godzilla so they actually found out that Godzilla was being filmed and it was actually a yep. greenlit project and so he was kind of trying to say that he kind of tried to tell the customs officer please don't like tell on us and please keep it to yourself and the customs officers was just like just don't fuck it up man <laughs> well yeah apparently they've uh, they've uh, really reverted his look back to the classic Godzilla he even kind of has like a the, the level of speckling scaliness like is really really the only thing that's changed I think is like the spikes on his back yeah I think so they really changed those they look a little bit more crystalline a little bit more crazy like, um, like the Godzilla that they've been using for the more recent runs of Godzilla the 2000 yeah like the 2000 design I think just the, the who made even the 98 version I don't know what studio made that, that one that was Sony or, was it Sony I think they just went completely opposite and tried to make him like a long dinosaur lizard fucking well, I thing think, I think they tried to make him look somewhat realistic as to something that like might have come Some from kaiju. the Jurassic period or what have you and is now just reawakened because of radioactivity, right? So yeah. they had the Godzilla information and then they had a bunch of uh, other stuff that I can't really remember that wasn't too, too jaw-dropping until the very end of the panel when Zack Snyder walks on the well, stage. Well, Chris Hardwick, yeah, if you hear the audio, Chris Hardwick's just like, yeah, I was just told to bring Zack Snyder out here. Like, I don't know why, but uh, I guess some shit's going to happen out here. Uh, so literally Zack Snyder walks on the stage. I'll see if I can put the audio into the, into the pod. Um...
remember my hand at your throat. I want you to remember the one man who beat you. That's annoying. The uh, and then quite literally, what he's like, I can't say anything, so I'm just gonna. He brings him out to a Batman quote too. Yeah, well, they had. I, uh, I should have looked up this actor's name again because it's the third time it's escaped me. But he's he's in Dollhouse. He's in Man of Steel. He's the oh. commander uh, in Man of Steel. The commander or the lieutenant? Um, White guy or the black guy? The black guy. Okay, so it was the commander. The commander. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. No, no, not uh, not. Uh, and they give a Batman Harry, quote, and then whatever. It just shows you see the Man of Steel logo. And then I guess the Batman logo comes. Batman logo, a new Batman logo. A new Batman logo comes out from behind. Actually, it. looks a lot like the Dark Knight Returns logo. Yeah, and the place just goes absolutely fucking bonkers. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, the like people, it, like we, met, they the people we met who were in there said that she was like afraid she was going to go deaf for a little while because it was just so freakishly loud. Hopefully, you hear the audio when I ejaculating all over uh, the Marvel, stage. Marvel also did a lot of uh, a lot of news, including the. Um, Thor, uh, Thor two, Captain America two, which we all knew. Yeah, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. They um, finally, finally the revealed cast. some some concept yeah. uh, imagery yeah, and, and some more some more the cast. But their big arts. announcement was that Avengers two is going to be called Avengers two: The Age of Ultron. Oh, which everyone. is a, that caught everyone off guard. It's a, it's a shock because I mean a lot of uh, I know I did, and a lot of people were speculating that that was going to be the wrap up of the Thanos. Thanos. Arc, yeah, the, the, the which I think now is going to be into Guardians of the Galaxy. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, unless it's something that looms for a while. You know what I True, mean? True. Yeah. Because what is it? We got Iron Man for Phase Two. We got Iron Man Three. We got the uh, Hulk or Thor Two. We got Cap Two. We got Guardians. Ant Man, Ant Man leading in before Avengers two, which is in two years' time. So. But they're also say, uh, uh, Joss Whedon even said that this this Ultron is not necessarily going to be the Hank Pym Ultron. Look at what they did with the Mandarin; they completely fucking yeah. didn't follow anything for comics Plus, for Mandarin. So. You've got ABC's Agents of Shield show coming out. There's yeah, been a lot which of talk could help about that. Their too. panel showed the first episode, and I'm like, fuck, that would have been really cool to check out. Yeah, and. Um, Hearing, hearing yep. positive things for the first episode, Coulson lives. They, oddly enough, they don't explain how Coulson survived Avengers in the first episode. So it should be nah, pretty. It should be that's pretty. Something inter- that they got to leave for mid season. It should they. It, it should be pretty interesting. But Coulson lives. It was really cool to see the panel on that one where Clark uh, Gregg, who plays Coulson, was hugging Josh Whedon for yeah. uh, for not killing and, him off. <laughs> and didn't. And as well, didn't they announce that they are they have greenlit Avengers three as well? Yeah. Well, Robert Downey Jr. signed on for that one for a while. They couldn't, Marvel confirmed that one. So, yeah. big, big day for that one. Game of Thrones panel didn't really hear much. I don't really follow the show, so I have no idea. Uh, Fox panel was interesting. They showed the Sentinels, didn't they? Uh, this, they had a, so much stuff to do around the con, not involving like in the convention center, because one of the hotels had like a little like. Fuck John Doris. The uh, like. Every kind John of Cabo. every kind of place has certain stuff. I should say, like mm-hmm. every like in the Petco parking lot, they had like the Wolverine experience that you see uh, an Instagram video I did of Steve. That we were they there. had the Hall of Heroes. They had the Hall of Heroes, and Kia. another another parking lot further down had apparently had a Trask Industries exhibit set up that we just missed. We just didn't see it. So much to do that kind of you kind of regret. But in this Trask Industries setup, they showed a bust of 
a sentinel. Like, and it was celebrating 50 years of human progress. Of human progress. Yeah. And there's some like cool Mondo posters going around about trash saying mutants are the enemy, we got to fight the power, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, there was a big uh, Ender's Game tent as well, I guess, where you could go in and... Yeah. View some of the rooms. Now, I can't remember who owns... I believe it's Fox that owns Planet of the Apes or Legendary. Either way, they did a big panel on Rise of Planet of the Apes, which I thought was rather interesting, too, because it's going to take place eight years after what happened on... Um, yep. Wait, no. Rise of the Planet of the Apes was what just happened. Yep. And Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is what's coming up. Okay, whatever. Either Whatever, either way. The <laughs> new one... some apes, and it's on the, the new one's coming up. It's going to be eight years after the previous the one. Apes is a planet. Uh, Caesar is the leader of now an ape society. And uh, played by Andy Serkis. Yeah, this is all remake shit, though. Like, they've done this. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, this is... They they never did a prequel before. Yeah, they did. Caesar is in another movie. Yeah. Yeah. With the same scar on his chest and everything. He he names himself in the movie, too. It's a really great scene where, like, the the, the guy's like, yeah, you're going to have an ape servant. And he's like, like, let's let him choose his own name. So he opens, like, a book of names and he's like, points, he's like, Caesar. And he he looks at the ape, he's like, the name of a king. (laughs) <laughs> it's just this really weird scene. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, no, no. This is all remake stuff. They've they've definitely done this yeah. arc. Okay, so quite what a bit. day are we on Saturday? Sunday? Still Saturday. Yeah. Well, we Have going. we made it to Sunday? <laughs> Everyone's getting a little uncomfortable. I need a drink. <laughs> yeah. So so sure enough, uh, you guys get up super early to get to community on Sunday. Yeah. No, I I promised everybody on this trip that I was meeting Allison Bree. But before we came back to Fort McMurray, and uh, part of that plan was uh, the fact that they do these uh, things. Apparently, this is the second year at Comic Con that they're doing. They're doing it. It's limited signings, draws, and they group about four or five different uh, things Lewis together. Signing, For instance, yeah. this was uh, Doctor Who's fiftieth anniversary signing of like I don't think Matt Smith was doing that signing specifically, but a bunch of the cast of the latest. Uh, well, they uh, couldn't guarantee that Matt Smith right. would be there, and, but uh, I believe he was. Robert afterwards. Kirkman opened opened up uh, another one. Uh, they had uh, Under the Dome, which was. Surprising how much fandom that has for only being out for like a month or two now. Yeah. There's only a couple episodes out. Yeah, for it, yeah. but I mean, it does have a big, uh, well, big all star cast. It's the book, right? Yeah. Like the book was incredible. Yeah, the Stephen King book has uh, got its own following for sure. And then community cast uh, and uh, and 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 crew. And uh, so we decided uh, we were going to get up. The, the actual drawing was supposed to open between nine and ten. We figured we'd be set if we uh, left the hotel at about 6, started lining up for that. We ended up actually leaving at about 6.09, always late but worth the wait. And uh, we ended up getting there. I think it was about... We missed our trolley. We missed our trolley. We had to take a cab. cab. And good thing we did, too. Um, because it was already yeah. quite a bit of a line. They had a bit of a lineup on, inside the sales pavilion, uh, which was way too chilly, like yeah, frozen cold, because they had the AC cranked for the Saturday with all the body heat as well as the sunshine. And this was first thing in the morning. There's nobody in there, and there's overcast no sunshine. all day. Yeah. Um, and uh, we uh, were in line to think about 200 people deep or something like that. And thankfully, we were all worried because we uh, none of us really knew how many people were for our thing in line. And uh, then somebody came by and said, who's here for Doctor Who? And half the line's hands went Not up. Not even like, half. Oh, I would say more like 80%, 80% of the okay. line's nice. totally hands like, went up for Doctor Who. Thank goodness. And then uh, when we were still in line for community, they said, Doctor Who tickets have run out. You're too late. They're gone. Yeah. And... Um, 
like the line was sliced to like yeah, a third of the four amount different, of people that were there uh, you know, for the, the three uh, remaining the bank lineups where you go yeah. left, right, left, right, left, right. They had those set up for each four of these things. Uh, Under the Dome started filling up a little bit. Robert Kirkman's was filling up a little bit. Doctor Who was already overflowed, oh, and Community had like two people in it. So I was like, run, 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 run. I think all the Community fans got there like at the end though, because that was the biggest one after the fact after, once, yeah. once Doctor Who was done. So uh, we draw first, um, and I, I managed to get a winning ticket. Uh, unfortunately, Ashley uh, didn't grab one, and then we were like, "Okay, let's run back." It's line up again. <laughs> so it's we actually did again. it three times. We drew six times total, and oh, only wow. got the one and only winning got ticket. One ticket, yeah. And it, it, so I just really find that so weird. A random draw to get a winning. I find that no, it, but it's it's to control the numbers, right? Because the the studio only lets a limited amount of people in, and, so and the what they the do it they do it as a draw so that people won't line up overnight. Right, because yeah. they don't have an area to There's put no you. There's no guarantee. So you, it's not the first 150 people. It's everybody's because if got it was the first 150 the people, people would be camping out. But there's nowhere to put anyone. They had us on a set of stairs, like it was crazy. And even still, at one point before people started losing hope when the Doctor Who lineup was done, I think half of the line disappeared at that. Yeah. But uh, it was it, it definitely didn't rival the Hall H line. But like you could see the different the two lines. The Hall H line the was Hall extended H around line. the marina as well. This line for this uh, drawings yeah. was, was drawing crazy. up. But uh, then. That ended up being uh, set up for 3 o'clock upstairs, so uh, we decided to hit the floor, walk around a bit, uh, met jo- at, uh, Joey That's when I was G. Wa- yeah, I was walking around and I hit <laughs> oh, Robert yeah. Kirkman. I guess that was later That's on the day. That's no lineup for you. <laughs> yeah, you met Robert Kirkman walking around, you met Evangeline Lilly. Evangeline Lilly was interesting, the, the weather booth. I wanted to comment on that one because I thought it was kind of fucked up what the guy said. Evangeline Lilly uh, was having a children's book and I, I kind of wanted, I've been following her since the long. The Snickerwonkers. She's, uh, she's from Edmonton, right? So she's from our neck of the woods. The... Um, so the lineup was only like maybe four deep, and I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I'll just, I'm waiting for the Marvel panel to get up, so I just waited, and we were, I was just kind of chatting with an uh, employee of the Weta booth where she was in, because she's in The Hobbit as well now, yeah. and literally some guy was walking through the Weta booth with an iPad mini, like on some kind of like monopod type mm-hmm. thing, yeah. and he was looking ahead of him through the iPod, yeah. or iPad, and he missed, like, I guess he wasn't realizing the depth, and he ended up hitting someone in like a couple people down from me in the Evangeline Lily line. Like and like almost him. knocking her over, right? And the wet employee just fucking flew off the handle at this guy. We're quite like, uh, uh, quite literally, He's like, Oi! quite literally, he was saying like, "Watch where you're going." You're not even, and he's seen his badge, right? He's like, you're not even pressed. Why the hell do you have that thing? And the guy's like, well, I'm doing it for my blog. And he didn't stop it there, right? The guy's like, no one cares about your 23 fucking readers of your stupid blog. Watch where you're going. Well, he hurt <laughs> and the guy, someone, And the guy right? just kind of walked away, which... <laughs> It's funny because we're we're kind of similar, but like I don't know. Like, hey, we're not bumping people. I don't know. We're not also not flying through these fucking. Cons. We were considerate hey, listen, enough we, to we, not. Yeah, exactly. Take we, our stuff when, through. When we did our when we did our video updates, we we knew we were like we need to find where there's going to be space and we're not in people's way. Yeah, yeah. And we're like we don't want to hamper anybody else's enjoyment yeah. of the con. If, if exactly. you'll notice, none of our none of our updates are from the floor. Not because we couldn't update from the floor, just because you, of the fact that we wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. We one. It was too crazy. Yeah. People People would get crazy. pissed off. Why? Why? By Sunday, I got pissed that? off. Like I was like the excuse me stopped. If people were meandering, I sorry to say it. I literally pushed them out of the way. It's you you're need to go where Calibre you're guy? going to. I was getting vocal. don't wander to fucking look. Like I, and um, I feel bad. I really do. But. Especially as things were ramping up towards the last few hours, because Sunday's the short day. It ends up five on the on the ex- oh, yeah. exhibition floor. I was, was on the frantic. floor when they made the announcement, and like people, like you just see the crowds are like meandering, and also. 
and it's like <laughs> yeah and well the, the pace yeah. was quickening and quickening and quickening and people were getting Later to that into frantic the day, pace yeah. very similar to preview night I found I'm, where people were in that like, I'm a fast really surprised because uh, Todd was actually <laughs> over giving, giving from- blood in the last hour of the con and we got a text from him and he's like can you please pick up my zombie character drawing thanks by the way that was and no uh, we were at the other end of the convention floor and I look at Steve and we looked at our watch and I'm like are we going to make it as we like got two booths down from that it was just like the <laughs> exhibition hall is yeah. closing, closing in, in 30, 30 minutes. minutes so we minutes. were like running to the walking like it was you like can't run it was like you guys are in the, out. the the what's it called the um uh Minas Tirith oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just drop the skeleton and it's just like the rumbling from the keys yeah <laughs> we got to get out of so here we like, drums drums so in the like, boom 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 we got we got down there and I'm like I still don't have a gift from my dad because uh, like everywhere I went it was like the Moria, things had horns the things yeah. were zombies the things and like my dad's like a devout yeah. Christian guy yeah. and then I hadn't found a present for him in the whole of con and we're going 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 and we look Christian and there was like booth. the holy grail and it's like Christian oh. comic book booth and the lady's like yeah this is my last comic edition of the holy bible and a guy who worked the for like bible. the the action bible and a guy from DC Marvel actually drew it right he did the side project. Did, yeah. did it as a side project, and we were like, "Cool!" The so I'm like, "I'll take fantastic. it," because it was the last one. And she's like, "Yeah, he's actually at Booth DD whatever in Artist Alley, where we're just Again, across from. So we're like, so we like go pick up the zombie drawing. Funnily enough, after picking up a Bible. And, no, in the meantime, that's when we met Joey G. Oh yeah, who's so been then we're heading back. Met Joey G, and we're like, "Hey!" And we're like trying to rush finally make it back down and there's this guy who's like standing there and talking about like different Christian topics from the Bible with the artist Sergio is his name and I'm like tapping my foot tapping my foot tapping my foot because I was also wanting to go hit that anime booth that like I loved just to see if maybe should do like an anime character of me so we're like going 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 so then we meet him and I'm like hi uh this book is awesome I just picked it up from like the Christian booth can you sign it for my dad so he like signs it and he's like oh like have a nice day talking really slow I'm like okay bye and like (laughs) run back to the run over to the anime booth and I'm like this is a long shot and then it's and we just she heard the just, half hour thing. Like somebody was standing up out of the chair. Someone was standing up and I like practically sit down and like jump into their grave and I'm like, Can Hi. you can you do a portrait? And she's like, Yeah, sure and I didn't know how much it was and she's already started drawing it. I'm like, Oh, how much is it? And she's like, Fifty dollars and I was like, Uh, okay, so fine, rich. whatever. Like yeah. and she's like she did such a good job, She's though. like, You can get a poster for sixty two and I'm like, No, I already bought like so many posters. She's like, I knew I recognized you kind of thing. So anyway, she draws it up and then it's it's like she's not even halfway done and it's like 15 minutes and we were like <laughs> yeah uh, Doug and I uh, we, that that morning the Sunday morning we walk in it's like right to the right he's like Lufarango and he's just finished setting yeah. up and we're like oh we want to get a, a, a picture with Lufarango so sure enough tall as fuck man and so he, he stands up to take the picture and we're like talking to him as he's doing the picture but he doesn't respond at all right and then we're like oh okay whatever so he smiled and get we got the picture and we're walking away and then oh, it man. dawns on us we're like wait a second he's deaf he couldn't have heard us ha- he yeah. would have had been staring right he's there deaf? yeah he's deaf he would have like and, and we're, yeah, we're, yeah yeah he's fully deaf 
and we, he, he can read lips, and he, I think he, he can, can read hear lips. a little bit, but functionally. Yeah, yeah. But it made but us laugh because we're like, oh, it turns out we're the dicks. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, oh, he's ignoring us because you mentioned that. Asshole. I, I'm, yeah. I'm one, like, I hate standing in lines. That's why I. And we creeped on Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like, he was doing oh, a yeah. siding, and they put, like, a little, like, oh, three yeah, wall around him. That. And so the, the three wall was just tall enough to, like, cover people's vision. <laughs> but if you put it get on a TV, you could watch. So we, we, I'm like, who the fuck's here? So I, like, I creep up. <laughs> and I look, and it's like Kevin Sorbo, the duck creeps up. And <laughs> we just, it, it just dawns on us. I'm like, if he turned around to the right and left, he'd be yeah. so serious. Just these two eyes looking right at him. Kevin Zobo. Two sets of eyes. Yeah. I've always had this thing for my I, I fucking hate lines with a passion. Well, you got to get used to it if you're going to Well, that's the thing. Like, you, you pick, pick, pick something. You pick, pick a huge choose. thing like, that you want. I hate why. And like, just like I posted on my Facebook, there's one line that I, I was willing to wait, which was the fucking blood bank. And that was a long time. That was a yeah. two-hour fucking session. That's for you right? to give something. Oh, man. Yeah, pretty much. So... The uh, so I got to give blood, which is a really cool experience. The um, I feel so guilty. What? Yeah, we just straight because up I sitting. Totally blood. couldn't go because I booked it for three o'clock. Turns out that's when the community signing was. <laughs> There's a lot of people yeah, that didn't show. They said yeah, they had, didn't know either. They said they had a new they record for yeah. uh, for for donations. So hey. Right on, glad I could help. I did say I was going to meet Allison Bree before I said I was going to get blood, though. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. there'll be a couple people craving Jomas uh, down in San Diego here eventually. So <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, for the community line, we're like lined up, and they're like, "You can't be in line if you don't have a wristband." But I didn't want to be by myself. Like I didn't no, want to. And get I didn't lost. want to shoo you off because yeah. you didn't know exactly when they're going to open the we door. Didn't know it when ended they up were being about a half an hour We didn't know oh, when to us. get out. Yeah, I know, but and I think was one of our phones dead or something. Well, something like that. But we were just sticking together, and we knew that we were going to meet up at five. Anyway. Sorry, not your first official posters for X Men: Days of Future Past. Oh, oh that's, that's the first one. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one is the not that one. anybody listening can see. <gasps> cool. Look, Look it up. Uh, oh man, that looks so good. I love how they changed the design. Like, they, is really, really cool design, together. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. The, both uh, Xavier and uh, and um, both Xaviers <laughs> and Eric Lencher. Um, kind of like fused together with an X. Like in the, in the X is the younger version, and yeah. in, the, in the black and white is the um, Patrick Stewart and uh, Ian McCallan versions. Yeah, that's really it's awesome. Totally cool. Design. Oh yeah, so but, yeah. Uh, we're um, in this line, and I'm like hiding my wrist the whole time, like pretending, like I was cold. Like you were a least. cutter, and you had to. Hide yeah. It. yeah. Well, so, the, she's like covering her wrists and everything, and like it's funny because like somebody was yelling, like nobody in line could have their like can't have wristbands, but it's like they collect the wristbands when you go in the room, whatever. You can yeah. sit in line with people; it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, the cons are they just didn't winding down. Be a massive there was a funny outside. moment though because that person just got finished barking and walked away, and then this like Asian man holding like with a kid in a stroller rolled up, and of course he's the only one with a wristband. The kid doesn't, the and the security doesn't. guard's like, uh, hmm. Uh, I guess I can't. How really are we gonna work? And then he, he didn't even say anything. And then like he goes into line, just puts and then a sticker and then on the kid's head. A woman, like obviously, wife comes by holding his, a like holding kid. another baby. So he's just like, I'm not separating these people. Hands. He's like, I'm, I'm not like, separating the Chinese man's like. <laughs> happened to Sandy. He's like, yeah. Oh. See, oh, yeah. I, the, I know the Comic Con security folks have a difficult job. I'm not disputing yeah, that whatsoever, like, but some of the shit they were doing was absolutely unreal. Like, we were trying to, there was having a How I Met Your Mother signing I panel didn't finish on the, the floor. Story. In the Fox booth. <laughs> we'll get back to it. We'll get back. In the Fox booth, there was a How I Met Your Mother signing, which having signings on the show floor is, I don't think, the greatest fucking idea. Well, no, it's fine it's if you fine. don't close off the lane. Like, at least for Marvel, they were like, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. They, they had close to tell off people. The, they closed off the lane like it was fucking people were it was stupid because what here's here's my thing like comic-con international if your talent 
or their studio or whatever just cannot have photos taken of them, don't put, put that on the floor. Room. Just the don't do it. The thing is, the problem That's is, true. Fox's booth was the shittiest setup I've ever seen, and I it pissed me off every time I walked by. It was three open because, sides instead of one. No, not right? just three open sides. They didn't have anywhere for the fans to step into. It was right on the edge of their booth is where the signing tables were. So no matter who was there, even if they didn't block off the lane, there were hundreds upon hundreds um, of people there a couple waiting of, for signings. A couple of booths had some had uh, go. really good ideas where because they were so close to the walls they would say people line up against the walls. Yeah, exactly. What I think they should do is ha- on the walls put posters like line numbers like line number 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, yeah. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 and so then the, if, you, if you've got a booth in the middle that has to have a line up just say li- line up in line 20 and, and then you find it on the wall you line up see what it's up and yeah. then, then they'll have the reps go out to the line and say okay they're ready for the signing they bring in like a group of five. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and it's interesting well, though because we missed Cyanide and Happiness had to do. They yeah. weren't weren't expecting to have mm-hmm. a line, but they started. They gave people pieces of cardboard that said "line starts here and line yeah. ends here" and, and line them up somewhere safe. Yeah, far and away. we um, we we uh, uh, and that was another missed opportunity because they did have a panel to meet with the organizers of Comic Con to bring out your suggestions on how to make things better. And so, I don't know. I mean, it would be a good idea. <laughs> totally. I got a few ideas. I mean, not yeah. that I had any huge glaring, like, I hated this or I hated that, except for the no photos on the floor for yeah. any uh, reason. That's I would say stupid. maybe arrows on the floor, too, is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Like, have, yeah. have lanes. Which, the, the path, yeah, the lanes, exactly. which way they should be walking if you're mm-hmm. on a certain, yeah. a certain section, right? I agree. Exactly. Yeah. The cool thing about the community one, though, was I was obviously breaking the rules. I was the rule breaker, and I was like, man. And there was this one lady, and she, um, she says she loves fans because fans are always so awesome. They're normally they're normally pretty good. This and she's is the like, year she as long as well, no, she's like, as long as you guys be, as long as you guys behave, then yeah, and it goes, like, it'll, it'll fast, go smoothly. It'll be, awesome. it'll be awesome, and then they have a good time. You guys have a good time, and I don't tear my hair out. Pretty much yeah. is what she was saying. She was so fun. I was like feeling really stressed out, feeling like a dick for not having a wristband. So um, the line finally starts moving, and I'm freaking out. Steve had asked people if they were willing to sell their wristbands to me. Oh, like sorry, it was crazy. One guy, one guy, no, he was one having an issue. Like, he like. He like clearly was having an anxiety attack or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he just had surgery or something, he just so had he like was a really worried. Issue. And like, yeah. so he was kind of. They did. They did the first line. First section of the line was kind of in the middle of the hall, but then it was because we were lined up against part of the. Yeah. Like we were flush with part of the wall. Trying to pull a pierce, but then it opened. <laughs> yeah, heart attack. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're clearly faking, sir. Uh, but no, and then the lineup, like the second half of the lineup, went behind the first line, and then he kind of got closed in once that line started building up. And you could tell he was feeling like claustrophobic. He wasn't too sure, so we went to the back of the line. He was line. tugging on his wristband. He was, so we were he was like, maybe he doesn't it. want to go. Ashley's in. like, look at that motherfucker right there. <laughs> like, go get him. And I'm like, I'll ask. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so uh, beat him up. <laughs> so I asked him. I was just like. I just got to ask friend, like, is there any way that you're considering not going into that room right now and just noticing you pacing? And he's like, what? No. I am going into that room no matter what. Like, he's like, like, I will die in that room if I have to. So so anyway, so we get to the front of the line and the people are going to get their wristbands cut off. And I legit don't have my, so I look You can see Jillian Jacobs. I could see, like, Mm. the lineup of the people, like, in the room, whatever. And I look at the lady, the, like, crazy like security one and I'm like 
I don't have a wristband. And I was like, I was just standing here with my boyfriend. She's like, okay, honey, you can go stand over yeah, here. And that was it. so nice. The just one that was so, like, so you nice can't be in line. She, she, don't be in line. And she's like, okay, you can just stand here. Yeah. And it was one of those like, no standing, no sitting areas, so, uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> one of the security guards tried to miss me. And I was like, I was wondering if I could just stand here. My boyfriend's in the room. And like three of the ladies who were like the organizer of it Aww. looked at me and they're like, oh, yeah, honey, you can stay here. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Like, I was, the last day of the college. Yeah. yeah, true. And Brings I'm obviously me, uh, upset that and, I'm and inside. Everyone, you can tell it. Was inside and, and I was Everyone, and, it was like, everyone was out of fuel. Like, yeah. they, uh, you know, I, I'd like to just say thanks to all the volunteers that yeah. like, helped Huge. make this happen. Because, like, it, it, like, as, like um, it's interesting because the loudest person at the beginning of the con was the subway. Got yeah. guys yeah, that were totally. promoting subway outside of the con. The last day, those, those signs were like barely hanging. They on. weren't being flipped around like, anymore. Yeah. yeah, like literally one guy first day was flipping it in the air and catching yeah. Oh, it. Oh yeah, he became our friend. He remembered us yeah. at the end of the con. Like eat fresh, eat fresh, I eat talk, fresh guy. I talked to that one Marvel guy at the very last day, and he remembered who I was. I'm like, hey man, I talked to you the very first day on preview night. He's like, oh, you're that horrible Spider Man. Well, uh, so what funny. was it uh, when when I met uh, Edward James almost because I got uh, I met him and my brother hadn't gone to the con yet, so I got an autograph for my brother yeah. and I'm like yeah he couldn't be here but like we're both big fans blah 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 so later on we're on the floor and we see him again and we're like oh hey I found my brother it would be alright if we could get a picture and he looks over and he's like hey man we were looking for you man <laughs> he's like we finally found you that's, oh, that's, that's, that's yeah, it, no, that's oh that was, was almost James that's almost. hilarious that's so good he's like man, oh, man. He's like, yeah he's like, he's like uh, we were looking all over for you man <laughs> I had, I had awesome. fun meeting the people in the community oh that brings me to my confession though because like another thing they were barking in the line was just like you oh. put your cameras behind your back like get your phones away you're probably not going to need them they're going to give you something to sign so don't even go into your bag blah 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 and uh, I recorded it from my pocket. Started recording a video. Shot. Yeah, no, it's, he, he, of course, it's view of Allison Brie. It's a rough, it's a rough watch, but you can hear it all, which is fun uh, for me at least. I got a little memory from that, but uh, it was fun. So uh, I got to go in there. Allison Brie was in there uh, first, and uh, I got into the lineup finally to actually get the signings happening. And she's just like, "Okay, I was just told we got to start hurrying things up. Like, I guess that's the end of the hug line." And I'm just like, "You mean I'm the end of the hug line?" And she's like, "Okay, you're the last one. You're the last one." The last and Danny Putty was just like, oh, "I'm sorry that we got to hurry this up, but like, nice to meet you, man." through it again um, uh, Ed uh, no Chris McKenna one of the executive producers was next and asked him about the panel and he's like oh no it was fun I think the funnest part was Dan Harmon in the uh, Iron Man suit at the very beginning there so I was like Dan was like that your favorite part and he's like oh man I felt like in the pit of my stomach this like disgusting feeling of like dread and anxiety and I don't know where it came from I never felt that at uh, Comic Con before and I'm like what happened I'm like you didn't feel strong and powerful and I got moved along before I had my joke but I was going to be like what were you afraid that like Robert Downey Jr. was going to come and bust you up or something like what's going on (laughs) so where did Don uh, or Dan Harmon yeah no that was my favorite part is Dan Harmon signs right on Chevy Chase's head (laughs) right over his forehead and I mean I don't think I'm ever going to get him to sign that piece of paper anyway hopefully I can get the rest of the Greendale 7 on there because um, Danny Glover and uh, Joel McHale were not there um, as well as Chevy Chase. But next in line was Ken Jeong. I didn't think he was going to be there. That was totally yeah, awesome. We didn't and know I, he was I be thought there. I broke him. I thought because he was just like, "How you doing today?" I was like, "I'm doing really good, man." But I got to tell you, I'm changing my pants right now. And he is like eyes closed, and he had like a laugh that was more like a, an exhale wheeze, and like <laughs> it was so it was drawn out, drawn out, drawn out. And I was like, "Are you are you okay?" And he's like, "I broke him." I'm like, "Am I the first person to throw down a Chang pun here?" Because that's kind of sad. Yeah. And um, then okay, next was um, oh my goodness, who was next? Oh, Jim Rash. Jim Rash. I was gonna say I would love nice to meet Jim Rash, but uh, I didn't want to throw that. He was really sweet though. He's just like, "What is your name?" Like I'm like. 
like Steve. Yeah. He's like very nice to meet you, Steve. And like genuine eyes. Threw it next to uh, Jillian Jacobs, Oscar and uh, I was talking to Jillian Jacobs about her dog because she vines about Jillian him all the time. Jillian Jacobs actually put um, a vine of all the community T-shirts up. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. She was, um, one girl was walking out because I got to see everyone's reactions afterwards, right? And this girl was like bawling. Her friend comes up. She's like, what's wrong? She's like, I'm, I'm going to be Jillian Jacobs' fine. Like, yeah. No, she was everybody who had a community related t shirt. Was uh, the people that were not in line ahead of us, but like at the top of the next lineup, the one guy had like the community t shirt where it was all Sesame Street. Yeah. He was the first one in the Vine video, just like, um, and then Yvette Nicole and I was uh, Brown in line was last. as many times as we were I know. for tickets. Cool. Yvette Nicole Brown was last, and she was really sweet, too. Just total eye contact. And she's like, you have yourself a very nice day. And I was like, you know what? I'm the only person of eight who actually got to get a ticket to get in here. And she's like, well, you represent all of them, and you tell them we said hi. And I'm like, I will. I will. <laughs> That's I love awesome. you. No, she'd be like, "That's nice." <laughs> I wanted, I wanted That's to say that nice. when she signed the paper. But I kept, I had a plan for every single person in that line of what to say, something to make them laugh. Gone. Because I was figuring if you can make comedians laugh, you're in a pretty good set. Yeah. And then I was gonna, I was gonna leave the room like end of uh, sixteen candles style, like fist in the air. I was gonna be like yeah. six seasons in a movie, and I <laughs> forgot. I completely forgot. It's, I was too blown away. It's interesting how it all goes out of your shell head, shock. Right? Exactly. It's hard not to get Star Trek because you idealize these guys, right? Well, that's so. the thing, like, I, I felt bad. Like, the guy ahead of me saw Robert Kirkman on the floor and kind of pulled him aside. And that's when I found out he was with his wife and kids. And he told his wife and kids, go on, I'll catch up. <laughs> so don't worry, I still capitalized on the advantage. But <laughs> I felt Kirkman that. gets divorced next month. I, I, it's Todd's fault. I, I that's felt, what I said. I'm yeah. like, divorced. I, I, I feel bad about it. But it, like, it was really cool. Like When we dressed up as uh, uh, you were Batman, Ash was Black Widow, I was Calendar Man. Uh, we just did a segment for the the, the YouTube yep. uh, channel outside the Gaslamp District. Tino and Doug went on. You guys went to grab some coffee. It was a pretty surreal moment to see. No, like, I filmed it. All the what after that? After oh, that. after yeah, yeah. after, <laughs> after that. that. The uh, the kids walking up to like I'm not going to say it was all me. It was Steve. They all wanted pictures of Batman. I just jumped in at the picture. Oh, that little girl. But it was just like the little girl, like the, the kids, small kids. Well, totally for 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 a child, the the a fictional person, it, it, like for us, because now we recognize the actors that portray these yeah. these yeah. heroes. Uh, or these characters, but, but the, the children—they're one of the same, the, right? Yeah. So, like, literally, one would walk up, tug on Steve. Can I get a picture taken? And then Steve's like, "Sure." And then she, he, had a, he had his gloves off because they were like literally. He would take his gloves off, and water oh, would pour out because yeah, exactly. Sweat. And she grabbed his hand, just yeah. just like I'll get a picture with Batman. I don't know. To me, that was really really cool. Like, that was sweet. There was the a kid lot of sweet aspect of it. Like, was, I want a picture with and, Calendar Man. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, like it would work out where you get like. A, <laughs> There was a few kids that knew exactly who I was, man. And I'm like, those are the freaks in the fucking the ones room that play with the game. Arkham. With the game. Yeah, the ones who play, play the game. There were, uh, every side quest. There were a couple quick moments where it felt like like red carpet style, like celebrity comes out and all the flashes come out just because like of of not just uh, one costume, but groups of people oh. getting together. Like Robin came up, like a guy dressed as like yeah. uh, uh, Tim, no, not Tim Burton, Joel. Uh, uh, Joel Schumacher? Joel Schumacher. There you go. Joel Schumacher's Robin. And uh, he was just like, Batman, you want to help me fight these criminals or what? And I looked over and like, there's a sea of cameras. Well, what had and happened? Harley Quinn. There's uh What actually happened is they were all apart, like down the street. And you guys didn't see this, yeah. but I ran and I grabbed them oh, all. Oh, did you? Oh, and my I goodness. looped them all together. Well, and then a, I was like, here comes Batman and Calendar Man. You're the instigator. But yeah, because, of course. Yeah, no, we got Calendar Man. We got uh, the Red Hood. We had, uh, who else? Catwoman joined in there for the last thing. Yeah, Scarecrow was, was there. And like, uh, Ra's al Ghul, Ghul came in there. Yeah. Like, 
so it's like this rogues gallery of Gotham's uh, worst. Yeah, well, and I mean, yeah. even getting all together, people wanted segment, those photos. Like people were starting to crowd around us, mm-hmm. waiting for us to be done so that they could start taking pictures. Of the yeah, guys. it was and then, uh, I Eventually, got too tired. And... Really in that rubber suit, man, I turned uh, yeah, I, I turned your backpack yeah. into the bat bag <laughs> with the suit inside, and like the, the one big piece, the chest piece couldn't fit, so I wrapped it around the outside and was walking around with like this nice. rubber bat bag going on. There was some really cool cosplays, like to, to hear Hugh Jackman was walking around as as Wolverine. As Wolverine. And some people and people come up to him like, no, <laughs> Well, someone said, yeah, someone said he was too tall or something, but then there was um, Matt Smith was dressed up as a bunny, like yeah. a bunny rabbit, and was and shoving, had, like, Matt attacking. Matt the showrunner of... one of the uh, doctors for Doctor One of the doctors for Doctor Who, and, and, uh, but he was like... Sherlock now, too. Attacking for. people that were in line, like pushing them out of lines and stuff, and they'd get really pissed off, and then he'd pull his head off and be like, hello, and they're like, holy oh crap. Like um, it's, it, was, it was no, it was all Doctor Who fans. You who killed was, the doctor. No, he was he was raising Doctor Who fans, right? Like anyone, like people who had like TARDIS or whatever. He's like pushing Just them over. Chewy. Why not? So good. Uh, so final thoughts. But on then, the con? well, that wrapped it up, and then Maybe what? Yeah, is, well, then we are we going Brazilian next year? BBQ. Uh, I want to. Yeah. I yeah. think we're going to reapply. See how totally. I, as I said, like I think we'll I fool think them this, into thinking we're professionals. I again. think this has yeah. become a yearly event. Even if I don't get passes, I think like all these movies that we're talking that we saw, except for maybe Flashpoint because that was a con panel technically. Uh, anyone could have gotten in because they were handing the stuff out outside of the convention center. Exactly. Yeah. All like these these Ender's Game booths, like all the Trask Industries, that stuff outside the convention center. Like, yep. The booths are cool. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not trashing the con anyway it's just there's so much to do outside of it you could avoid these lines if you want to it, to each their own if you want to camp like i've met some two people that were the con for the first time that absolutely loved camping out the hall h uh actually they're in line to, to donate blood caroline and art hopefully i got the name right yeah, imagine art on youtube the uh m-a-g-i-n art they camped out for both thursday night and friday night to see the thursday or to see the friday yeah, like imagine boo yeah. to see the friday and the saturday hall h panels yep. and they said they wouldn't have it any other way well, the more power to you guys me do what you want exactly me personally to me wait wasting a whole day in line just to see because you can see the panels online after uh you just can't see the footage or and 90 percent of the footage is on un, is uncut it's not worth it that's just for me another option is that uh, they they recap the highlights. The they, they do they do audience selected highlights, and that the was actually really afterwards. really fun. Uh, uh, it was me, Ben, and Stace at the, at the very end of the night. One of the rooms will have a review of all the Hall H and Ballroom Twenty panels, and the guy comes out. It's a big burly guy with a huge beard, and he's like, "In my hand, I hold the DVDs for all the panels in Hall H and Hall 20. And they're like, "Let's watch them in order." Someone was like, "We want to watch them in order." He's like, "We're gonna vote." And it yeah. goes by crowd uh, crowd applause, and it was it's funny because I, I guess this is my geek story or my con moment because I knew there he announced the panel by the panel's name, right? By the panel, not by the what what they're showing. Not by what happened because like when we say like Fox's panel, Fox panel had several things, including. Wolverine. Wolverine and X-Men. Yeah. But it was called the 20th Century Fox panel. So literally, Buddy held up the fucking Sony Pictures Screen Gems panel, which is a two and a half hour panel. But Spider-Man. anyone that should know, Amazing that includes Spider-Man the Amazing too. Spider-Man 2. So Buddy held up because he was going by audience vote, right? So he's like, hey, who wants to see Sony and Screen Gems? And I thought everyone, because I was screaming for Spider-Man, I want to see it. And I thought the whole crowd would be behind me. So I was like, and I was the only one that said, said anything. He did afterwards, but everyone was, was like already a slow cough. Everyone was kind of laughing at me, I guess, because even Stacy yeah. was losing her shit right next to me. Right, so <laughs> that's kind of your geek moment. So my advice to people: learn about the movies you like. Learn about the studios. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
the um, I don't think there's any any other news um, that we missed. We we got to well, you guys did. I didn't uh, got to meet the um, uh, blah, 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 puppet master people. Oh, oh yeah, yes, yeah. good call. We were actually on the street. Hello, Brian Nest. I would have loved to have met you, being one director to another. But on I guess I missed out. Literally on the street, as we're getting all these floods of pictures, uh, people were handing out little pamphlets, and they hand out pamphlets everywhere. I was they, doing they this. marked. This I don't hand we out Batman pamphlets. and Calendar. Man, I was right? doing the same thing with mine, and I thought it was kind of creative on my part, is because yeah, everyone would come to me, take a picture of Calendar Man, and I would say, "You want to find out how I escaped Arkham?" And I'd give them an Arkham Rising pamphlet, and everyone, I'm sure, that was just like, "Oh, this looks so cool." Then walks two feet like. Shh. Throw the no, it was a high no. quality. But no, it, it was. Hopefully, that generated. To be fair, interest. though, I think it would have been better to have a smaller one because then you can actually put it in your pocket as opposed to stick mm-hmm. it around. Yeah, the um, my kept it in the pocket though. So literally, one guy walks up to me. He's just a normal guy that I seen, and he's just handing out pamphlets. And I just seen the Batman logo, so I grabbed one, and then I gave him one of mine. And we kind of looked down at each other at the same time, where I seen Batman Puppet Master. <laughs> he's like, "You made this," and, and you're he, like, "You made this." He looked down and he seen the Arkham, Arkham Rising. He's like, "You guys made this," and I'm like, "Yeah, hey." He, uh, is Brian around? I was like, are you Brian? Because Brian S. we talked to via yeah. email. I just never met each other. And he's like, hang on. Went away, came back. And With chains. <laughs> it's Brian Ness, the director of Puppet Master. <laughs> Total West Side Story style. I came back like... It was Clayton Root, who's the visual effects for Puppet Master. I was the one that actually gave me the card. And I'm sorry, I can't remember the screenwriter's name. I, I'm very... I, I'm bad with names, guys. Anyone listen to the podcast knows I'm horrible with We're names. We're shell-shocked right now still. The... Um, and it was, they came up, and it was great, great chatting with them. Uh, we, we tried to do a podcast with them. Maybe we still can by <laughs> Skype or something. Yeah, let's try to do a podcast with them all. We were down there. Couldn't really get a spot. Uh, every meeting room was like 400 bucks, for, and you had to render for the full day. You couldn't just render for an hour, and it was just ridiculous. But maybe a little bit more planning. We could try to tackle it in a, in a different spot next year. But, uh, guys, it was great meeting you. Hopefully you're listening. Uh, Puppet Master was really cool. They, they applied for the f- uh, film festival for Comic-Con as well. Didn't get in, so I think we kind of know that... So check uh, out both films. I, I think they both... I think we kind of know that uh, a Comic-Con doesn't accept fan films anymore. Uh, it just means we'll have to submit something original. Unless Thomas Jane's in them. Yeah, <laughs> doing a pitch. Uh, so, yeah, definitely check those guys out. Batman Puppet Master on YouTube. Uh, yeah. And also Arkham Rising. <laughs> Uh, it was cool to meet him. Uh, we'll definitely, hopefully, you hear more about cool him. Cool serendipity. Yeah, no, it was fun. Yeah, it, just the way he, when we lo- both handed each other pamphlets. I think that was the the, the neatest thing. Well, right? and I, I think there was a little bit of like I think there was a little bit of the grass is greener for both of us on either side. Chris right? Wiltz. Chris Wiltz. Awesome. Yeah, sorry, Chris. Um, Bad with names, buddy. We uh, yeah, because like uh, should have got a picture is what I'm kicking myself. We were kind of geeking out over the fact like we were geeking out over their number of views online for Puppet Master. They were geeking out over our uh, we're festival and exceptions yeah. uh, uh, acceptations. Or. Yeah, hey, there's only one way to do it. Then you got to collaborate, and we'll, we'll make yeah, something totally. awesome. Collaborate. Yeah. DC, uh, what's up? Hire both of us, <laughs> please. We'll do fan films. We'll do. We'll do. You know how we'll Marvel shorts. has those one shots? Yeah. Warner Brothers we'll should do one shots. I I know yeah. a lot about DC characters. Please do it. <laughs> the, um, Are we up to final thoughts yet? Because I'm fucking starving. All right. Any any news? Okay. Any news we missed? Any of the big news? The big news is so. obviously Superman, Batman. That's fucking huge. The biggest so news and, and Avengers too. Yeah. Avengers we'll, we'll see too. you guys back in Fort Murray. The uh, fi- <laughs> final much. thoughts, Tito. I'll see you back in Fort Murray. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. Same with me, man. I'm done. All right, we're done. So we're, done with, we're done with forecast, Steve. Yep. What do we do? An hour and a half right now. Airport of San Diego. Thank you for hosting us without us <laughs> yeah. asking. Um, we no, did ask. We, we asked ask. that TSA agent. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah, yeah sort of. He doesn't have the authority. <laughs> he said the same thing the wedding guy did. Oh fuck! No, this is your podcast with twenty three people. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, we gotta go. And, okay. Th- thank you to everybody else around us for putting up with us here. <laughs> You're gonna hear more about the Comic Con as they we further progress. Us. Definitely check out the videos. Wymanpodcast.com, YouTube.com. 
comicbook.com slash YMM podcast. All right, that's enough. So for this edition, for the Comic-Con edition of the YMM podcast, I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. I'm Steve. And I'm leaving. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck. <laughs>